Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with Chris Martin. Really? Can I come? Can I bring some friends? Hey, wait a second. Not that Chris Martin. So before we get going, something I want to get off my chest. Um, you know, from listening to Cantori Woods for a while, uh, one of the things that always really got to me was they were incessantly picking on Dan. We don't do yeah. that here. I mean, they really went after him. And after a while, Dan toughened up. He toughened up. Yeah. And he was fighting back. And he was fighting back fiercely. At he times. Would, he would throw a fuck you in there. And it was like, you're late. Where's my edit? Where's mm-hmm. my stuff? And I, I don't mm-hmm. know where that comes from. It Th- came from when we were doing it every day. And I had to be there <laughs> for an hour and then hours of editing afterward. So it was kind of a thing where it's like, yeah, I can be there and I can do this shit for free. But every day... So then you got that. You got that rolling. Yeah. You know? There was an underlying tension. You know, Dan, producer Dan, is he really producing the show? There's that. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, you know, was. we can't really do a podcast if we're going to have 10-day and two-week gaps in between the podcast. When we decided we were going to do this thing, we thought we're going to get to this thing. We're going to do it once or twice a week. So this is episode three. Sort of. Well, we're not going to redo episode two, but where's no. episode two? Maybe, Dan, you should start right there. Episode two is lost in the ether. Uh, this little recording mechanism down here, we got the, the Zoom H4N uh, shat out on us last time and corrupted our, our audio file. So that's right. There is no episode two. Yeah. You can only listen to episode two as you stride across the pearly gates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, when it's time to... <laughs> Meet your maker. You can say, hey, look, this is my big chance, and I want to I catch episode two. I know they did some corrections. I know Chris told a story about Joe's ringtone. I, I know that there, there's some stuff. And it's like the Prince Black album. You know, it, there's rumors swirling about what mm-hmm. the content of episode two was. But forever, you know, I don't know what Cantori and Woods were talking about, you know, but we did. We, we lost episode two. We did. Yeah. We did. And it's, it's no one's fault. It's technology. And I'm proud of us, though. This is our third time in the studio in 10 days. Yeah. About. Yeah. That's... There's no proof of that. No, there's no, not. I mean, there you, is. There you... is. We took a photo and posted oh, it on yeah, Instagram. That's right. <laughs> a photo with no sound, right? We had the head, headphones on. So we we did a photo cast. Yeah. We did a photo cast on uh, Friday the 7th. Did you see how many people have listened? <laughs> no. 57 plays on SoundCloud. Oh, wow. Yeah. 57 nice. people are now that much more stupid. Thanks to us. We Joe, should... I want to get back to something real quick. You think the first thing on people's agenda when they go to heaven is to listen to episode two? It's not Prince's Black Album. Episode two of It's of not Can, not I, meet, that Chris can I Meet John Lennon? It's none of that stuff. It's We don't know yet. Dan, because yeah. um, if <laughs> what we do with episodes three through fifty six are yeah. so revolutionary, mm-hmm. you know, likely they're not. Likely, like Chris is saying, we are going to dumb down our audience over time, and you know, have entropy and attrition and all that stuff, and give up. But if we don't, you know, if it's Led Zeppelin three in Led Zeppelin four, you know, if Chris comes up with Stairway to Heaven next next <laughs> yeah. podcast, I don't know, think that's happening. Then episode two will rise in value. Yeah. That's you very know, true. And it will be in the ether produced by producer Dan. It'll be like a lost beanie baby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How was your week, Joe? Man. <laughs> um, it's going on and on and on. 
uh, two shows at Orange, uh, OC Tavern, uh, the the big uh, Hillcrest City Fest on Sunday took my kids. My kids hated the bands that I booked, uh, and they played on the um, water slide. They did uh, 11 runs on the water slide, and uh, that was great. That's awesome. How big is the OC Tavern? OC Tavern, it, the music hall holds about 225. The whole facility holds about 800. Okay. Uh, but it goes off. It's the only show in town. There's no other venue in town. The only venues in South Orange County are that one and uh, Coach House. And Coach House has decided it really likes tribute bands and really oh, likes God. Uh, yeah. everything that's 70 year olds, years old or better. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of venues that do that, but I mean, they're really into what it, they what, call that legacy. So they like, like Duke Ellington cover bands and stuff. Uh, the cover bands are all, you know, wayward son, a tribute to Kansas and the stuff you would oh, see okay. at the belly up and stuff. Okay. But you know, the belly up, you know, conversely will do, uh, you know, a soja show or something like that mm. and do something or a Xavier Rudd show or aim something at their giant surf community. Coach house can't be bothered as soon as they get done with. Uh, that they're going to, if Johnny Winters hadn't died last week, he would have been on the schedule next week. They're doing Michael McDonald. Yeah, they're too small for Michael McDonald. No cover. <laughs> what? A cover. A cover band. Michael McDonald I don't know if there's a Doobie Brothers cover no band. Can, I'm sure he, it's probably think, called China Road. It's <laughs> That voice is too, too, too tough to emulate. It'd be cool if there was uh, an all female version of the Doobie Sisters. I would check that out. Look at that. For sure. You have an absolute Simon quality. You know, you're just coming up with stuff that should be on a stage somewhere. Simon, like Simon Cowell, Cowell. right? Simon's actually one of my middle names. Look at you that. Have, wait, you yeah. have multiple? Yeah. Well, I was born with one name. I was adopted, so I was born with one name, and then my parents who adopted me gave me a totally new name. But uh, yeah, what's had, the full full name? Like combined. What do you go by? Uh, well, Daniel Christopher Brozo is like my my Christian name, but um. <laughs> Maximilian Simon Oliver Rumley was the name I was born Whoa. with. Yeah. What? Maximilian Good thing the recorder Simon. was going. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking when I when I do put out my album, I'm thinking of using Simon Oliver as my my stage name or my name for that album cuz I don't think Dan Bros is a very good musician name. I think it's good as like a a radio podcast TV personality name, but I don't think it's great as a musician name. Chime yeah, in. I mean, I'm everyone should have their Chris Gaines just in their yeah, pocket exactly. like, at all times. And if that's yours, then go with it. I mean, there's yeah. something there. Chris, that was nice of you to ask me about my weekend when I'm not the person who had the big weekend. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my weekend. <laughs> I do. You know, fair enough. You, yeah. know, you know, that's why you have producer Dan as a videographer and testament to whatever yeah. you got done. Dan and I spent some time together this weekend. We right? did. Two separate nights I was there at, at the new club AD Oof. on 4th and Man. E downtown. I mean, in a narrative, what's he like in action? He's more or less the same guy, but he's got like the, the thousand yard stare going, you know? He's like, he's open, he's just, his his, his vision is opened up to all of the, the crap that You're can go to... on. And is he wearing shorts and a Griffin t-shirt? No, he's wearing a full on suit. I know. Suit and tie. Anyone seen these like suits jewelry. that have been rolling out? <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you hire a tailor? My vestments. Your vestments. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's pretty uh, apple pro. I did, yeah, vestments with yeah. the religious stuff. Yeah. Um, no, but I did get them tailored. You, you got them tailored, but you've been stocking up. But recently. Recently, knowing where, you know, the dress code's a lot different than it was at the beach downtown. You know? Yeah. 
You got to put on the... You look sharp, though, dude. Thanks, man. You wear a suit very well. Thank you. I'd say, like, if you're trying... If, like, there was an ideal look for Chris that's going to, like, pull the ladies or impress the clients or whatever, it's a suit, dude. Thank you. You look great in a suit. I thank you. I felt like Tommy Boy. No, you don't. (laughs) Fat man in a little (laughs) coat? Not at all, dude. Just so uncomfortable. (laughs) I just wear jeans and a t-shirt. All right, so what was the ratio? Of females to males? Yes. Uh, It was... I'd say, like, 70-30 chicks? There was a lot of ladies in and there. there on but on there Monday, was a, there was a super tight door, though, right? Not on not on Monday. Not as much. I mean, Monday is not like the crazy popping off downtown night, right? So the Monday the, the line on Thursday was like incredible around the corner line. The line last night, it's a Monday, and it was was the industry night, so people know that they're going already, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not the night that people go, "Oh, it's Monday, let's go out in downtown and party." You, you weren't there Saturday. That I was, was not that there was Saturday. A crazy night. That was the night we. Like I think I told you we clicked through like 1,100 oh, in that Lord. tiny little room. Wow. And it turned away a ton of people. It was a great yeah, night. Fire Marshal, please don't subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he's listening. <laughs> well, I said click through. I didn't say in the room. I'll, right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll keep those numbers to myself. Yeah. But it was a, it was a resounding success. It was a resounding success. A I lot think. of foxy ladies, dude. Danny sure. was there to document all the foxy ladies. Oh, yes. Definitely. Did you like all the performers? Yeah. The performers are one of my favorite parts of the club, dude. Yeah, you got what Antonio on the stilts. And I don't know all their names. There's the, the stilt what's guy. What's the girl's name? The the hang the from the ceiling aerial performer. Lexi. She works for us. Lexi. So Lexi's the, cool, dude. That, She's a cool chick. The other people um, are brought in from an outside vendor sort of performance the troupe. Ringling Brothers. No, I don't. I don't remember exactly what they're called. They got a circus vibe going though, dude. Yeah, which is a good great thing. I think they're leaving for Burning Man this week. Really? <laughs> I could totally see that. So the word of mouth is going to go out then, right? So then by next week, it's, it's going to be, be a one cult of those hit. things. Yeah. Like everyone needs to see it. The, like Battlecast. People who... Ideally. Right. You know, you'll get in a perfect world on yeah. Thursday, right? So Battlecast will know to go Thursday, but then the, you know, the Saturday crowd will all want to come back and it'll be harder. Yeah. I don't know how we got in. We were one of 1,100. It only fits 315. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Right. Wild. So I almost went on Saturday, but it was after like a huge long day of just doing shit, and I was it was like twelve o'clock at night, and I was finally free, and I was like, I kind of want to go, but he's already got a video guy, and that might get awkward. You get two video guys there. It's like when you have two strange dogs that kind of sniff each other and kind of yeah. see who's cool. Yeah. So, so we're talking about Club AD, yeah. and you're not going to be open Monday this week. You're only doing Thursday and, and Saturday. Saturday this week, right? And then so. You, that's part of your plan then mm-hmm. this sort of seems evil genius right now like thank you i've got a <laughs> racetrack built into my basement that i never told anyone about kind of thing snidely whiplash right yeah. it's because you, you've you've sold out three nights but now you've gone down to two nights right right scarcity drives demand yeah i'm huh? not i'm not buying the economic thing i think you're just trying to, you're trying to get your audience trained well we gotta get it we, I, I can't disclose too much. We, we, we do <laughs> have we do have a, a third night coming, which I don't want to talk too much about. Yeah, um, not that there's a huge audience listening. Yeah, um, well, lot, we, we, we talked about like the hipstery night, and we talked about like the the mainstream DJ night. That's Saturday. Yeah. So then you have like another secret night planned. It, so you you told me about this, but you made me swear I wouldn't tell. But it's it's Scientology well, night, right? No. <laughs> So Zeno? You, yeah, you gotta have have your e meter, dude. Don't, you got an e meter at the door. Dude, don't listen to this. <laughs> don't talk about Scientology. We'll be on a list. Yeah, that's worse than the NSA's list, dude. No, we're we're launching Wednesdays on August twentieth, 
and that and that's very similar to <laughs> to Saturday. Okay. So it'll be Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday's the hipster night, and then the the lounge and the food all starts here pretty quickly. You're gonna have food there. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow, dude. Get your. Uh, can I pay you in food? Yeah, <laughs> partially. Trade. trade. <laughs> Working some trade. Put you up above American Comedy Club. Yeah, they don't even feed me, dude. No. No, but if you if you open that floodgate, I'm going to be there for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're like a stray cat if I feed yeah. you, just meowing outside my door all the yep. time. Yep, fighting other Dude, cats. Dude, how was the American Definitely. Comedy Club? They had the big Rogan show Friday and Saturday. I did not go at all. I heard you, it was amazing. We, a, we were close to getting them in. We were very close. We had some, some operatives there on my behalf working mm. on getting the celebrity appearance. And you went on Friday? No, I couldn't. I could. You didn't go any of the times? I bought tickets for the Saturday show. I bought six mm. tickets May 29th. Mm-hmm. When, when they went on sale months ago yeah and then the grand opening of the nightclub got pushed back and i couldn't work it out and i hit up uh the wonderful danny the gm down there and mm-hmm. he's like dude i'm totally booked out i can't i was gonna try to swap my tickets out it's like there's nothing i can do so well here's the thing chris if you ever just want to go like by yourself yeah this past friday i wanted to go by myself uh well you should have hit me up dude wait a second you're really you, gonna you're really gonna say this on the the tuesday after well i'm gonna say this for every future show but Joe Rogan's the only show that ever he'll ever he'll be care back. about. No, he'll no, I, I, I go to the comic club. I went with Bill Burr. Yeah, that's right. I saw you. Which show did I see you down there was for? It Bill Burr? Was it Joey Diaz? All right. I don't remember. I saw you down There's, there one of those nights, though. The owner of that place is doing a great... He does the talent buying. He does a great job. Oh, yeah. He gets amazing talent down there. Um, but yeah, dude, if you want to go, just buy yourself, and you'll be standing like next care. to the sound booth. I just wanted to get in. Yeah. Sorry, dude. It's okay. Should, Sorry. We should have worked it it's out. Not, it's not your fault. What's the yeah. name of that place in La Jolla? Comedy, comedy store. store yeah. Does anyone go there? Yeah. yeah. Have I'm not ever... a huge fan of it, though. Have you been? Yeah. And you've like been? three or four times. I've been years ago. It's okay. Comedy is like, tough, to, tough to pull off, I think. It, the club needs to set the, set the mood very well. But I, I'm super curious about the comedy store. Number one, the comedy store is a really famous club on Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, it's packed in all these, these people, super famous people do something there impromptu without advertising because their name would be too big and it would cause riots and stuff like that. But then they opened one in La Jolla, which you absolutely... Andy's here. Reader Andy in the building, ladies and gentlemen. And Reader Andy, have you ever been to the comedy store in La Jolla? I have, several times. Oh, they're a big advertiser. They are. Oh, okay. That's exactly why I've been there so much. <laughs> Let's not mix business and pleasure. No, it's okay. I don't mind. I just find it super curious that um, they put a comedy store in the middle of super sleepy La Jolla that has no music clubs, no club clubs, no nightclubs. And no, oh, and no sense of humor. <laughs> no <laughs> sense of humor. I mean, that place is asleep at 945. Yeah. Sharp. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. No, not me neither. But, you know, they, they get some decent acts from time to time because it's just overflow from the Los Angeles Comedy Store. I've never been there and seen a bad show, so that, that could be part of it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But I'm, I've never been blown away by the whole experience. But you, no, they don't, get, they don't get traditional You headliners. did get blown in the alley by that girl. A girl? No. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the whole thing, though. I've driven by the Comedy Store in La Jolla uh, 30 billion times because I live down there. Yeah. I have never seen a soul even out in front of the thing. It is like the world's quietest storefront ever. Hmm. 
right? Yeah. You don't like have like foot like, traffic at night. Right. And I guess that's part of comedy. You don't have like people who just, hey, in the middle of the show, get up and go out and start smoking cigarettes out. They, they don't let you do that, right? You got to yeah. like stay Well, they strongly and, encourage it to not happen. Right. You could technically do that at, at American Comedy Co., but it's a pain in the ass. Like you have to walk through all of the people in the crowd and then you have to get out and then you have to get back to your seat. It's just a huge pain in the ass. And there's people giving you dirty looks the whole time. So you just don't want to do it. Right. It's the world's quietest storefront. I'm, I've always been intrigued. I know it's been there 20 years. I, I don't know how they've thought, hey, this is a great investment. Let's pour another five years worth of investment into it. Well, I mean, I've, I've been there probably four times and half the times it's been packed. And the other times there's been, you know, a sort of moderate to lame crowd. Yeah. yeah. So do you think that they're actually running at 50% or better at capacity five nights a week? I don't think they're even open five nights a week. Right, I don't think that either. No, yeah. but they do two shows on Fridays and Saturdays. So you'd think that, you know, those ones are probably going to be busy enough. Yeah, depending um, on the act, yeah. Yeah. No, and it's surprising that, have, people, that you know, people would go there because the drinks are kind of pricey and the door's kind of pricey. So. You probably have a great lease. So <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> on to the next thing that's sort of interesting. Um, one America News Network. Oh, one yeah. One America News Network. Okay. Um, it's the new Fox News. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got a studio. They're making propaganda-based news, and they're putting it out there as fast as they can produce the content. Um, it's made it onto UVerse, so it's on channel 208. <laughs> Great. But it's moving. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be interesting at all. It wouldn't be worth bringing up. There's been a ton of this stuff that's come out of the woodwork trying to but it's on Marina Boulevard. Yeah. Well, who's the money behind it? Um, I don't know. Papa Doug, dude. Really? We're gonna get no, I'm just kidding. No. Of course. Well, I mean, it does. It does stand to reason, though, that right after UTTV imploded, um, mm. another one of these things came out with a whole different skin. Yeah. Right. So the- UTTV was trying not to be super obviously incredibly right wing. Well, when you hire Roger Hedgecock, you got to sort of yeah go you, with that flow. You know what yeah. you're getting. Yeah. But also, he's like a local celebrity, so they're like, anything to boost our numbers, let's bring Roger in. Well, we talked about having Dan get a job there as a mole. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, I, would they have him? Be, oh, at, at News Source? Yeah. Just yeah. don't put UTTV on your resume. One new, well, one, why not, dude? They'd be like, oh, cool, he's from a right-wing news source. Perfect. Okay, because they call your boss. and My boss would say nothing but great things about me. Really? Yeah. So who, who is your way? boss? Uh, J.R. Mann. I, he's uh-huh. I, I think yeah. that you need to become a mole at One American News. Dude, I'm down. What do you want me to do while I'm there? Like, just find out where the money trail's going? and No, dude. Or do you want me to, like, dude, this change the I, teleprompter I to say, like, left-wing stuff? Investigative journalism. I can't believe mm. how quickly you get off the plot. What's the one thing you know about Fox and now One American News? They put some just top-line talent on air. Mm-hmm. By mm-hmm. talent, are you referring to, like, lady talent? Ladies. Like, okay. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Right. Straight out of UNLV by way of Idaho. Right. Those it, girls know they can do better than me, though. They take one look at me no and like, they don't. Eh, this guy's... What no, do you they, mean, no, they don't? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> All right, that'll be part of my mole thing is like, I'm playing the role of a guy that can get nines, visually nines. No, you should, you should be freaking L. Ron Hubbard. Look, I can get, <laughs> I, I can get you out of here. What did I say? I, I can get hey, you out of here. You like what Kool-Aid, you girl? About? You like Kool-Aid? No more talk about Scientology. <laughs> We're going to end up on their lists. We don't want to be on their lists. No. Well, too late. We're you already know, on their list. You, you can't check in there on Facebook at the 
Dianetic Center downtown. Son of a bitch. That's right. Why not? I don't know. I guess they don't need the advert, the free advertisement. They got their network. I obviously try to do it, you know, yeah. facetiously. Where is yeah. it? Where is it downtown? It's right on 4th Avenue. Yeah. So sort of just northish or west, east-ish of Little Italy? So you go in there and get like your e-meter reading done? I, I just drove by it. I don't, I'm not going to go in there. You okay. could probably buy a head-to-toe Dude. blue suit with some pointy glasses. You could get that going. <laughs> Sweet. You got uh, that. That would be an excellent bit, dude. I would I would be a mole there, too. Right. I would go in and be like, yeah, I'm really interested in all this. But again, we would get sued. Our, we'd get our pants sued off. For what? sure. On the... On the <laughs> yeah. When what? when you have no assets, you're, you're pretty safe. That's true. I have zero assets. They're right. going to take my Lexus? Oh, no. <laughs> you guys like Futurama stuff? Do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would actually be really bummed if they like seized all of my memorabilia. You hear that, Scientology people? That's yeah. what you go for. Dan's Futurama. It's a couple grand worth of shit, but yeah. No, it are. isn't. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. If no. Tom Cruise's Andy, kids trust me, want to play with it, they're going to get it. <laughs> That's very true. What's up with you, Andy? How was your week? Not bad. I mean, we got our big event coming up, so I'm like sort of... Which event's well, that? Uh, Reader Feast. Feast, yeah. Feast. It's our our food the, event. Uh, Port Pavilion? Yes, indeed. Nice. Yeah. So I'm all Always a fun one. I don't know. Feast mode. You walked in late. We might want to tell the 57-person audience about said event. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So 57. September 5th, Port Pavilion Broadway Pier, $35, $30 if you get it in advance. Unlimited food and drink. Unlimited. Unlimited. And it's like really, really good food and drink. Thank too. you. Yeah. It's 40 to yeah, 50 you make it. food and booze vendors. <sighs> so, you know. Pretty, pretty cool thing. From Griffin, yeah. me and Christian and John used to go to uh, Yum Yum Buffet. There's a buffet called Yum Yum? Yeah. Mm. Right there in Point Loma. <laughs> and we'd, we'd go the $11 each route for the lunch special. And yeah, go like 19 plates in. Oh, my oh God. Man. I, you know, the funny thing is I can out eat them. Really? Right. Christian, you know, starts crying. Oh, I'm done. You know, and he's like the first to go. And he's like 340. He's a, he played tackle at uh, Cal State Fullerton. I saw him lose a chicken wing eating contest to a guy that weighs 185 pounds. Was right. he Japanese though? No, a white guy. No. Oh. No excuse then. 43 wings to like 41. We didn't put a time limit on it. It was just to, to, until someone taps. But I mean, I don't even want to do it. I just want the visual. It would... <laughs> The three of us, me, John, and Christian, show up and plunk down three $10 bills each with like real, like dead serious looks on our face. Where do I put my $30 in? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. What style of food is it? Is it Chinese? It's named Yum Yum, right? No, no, no. no the, the Reader Feast. The Reader oh, Feast. Oh, right. Oh, everything. everything. Sorry. Yeah, yeah everything. Oh, yeah. I, I was talking about Yum Yum as well. Andy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. These guys segued back to the, the Reader Feast, your event. That's cool. Joe, you yeah. were talking about Reader Feast, right? Yes, I was. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah Yum Yum does not cost three $10 bills. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's $11. <laughs> That's not bad. Speaking yeah. of bang for your buck, Rayo de Gato right next to AD. Yeah. $19 lunch special. That's that Brazilian yeah. steakhouse place. I would tear all, that up. All you can eat meat. Oh God! Wow, it's all you can eat. They just keep bringing it around at lunch. Oh though. wow! You have to do it on a day when your your schedule's clear after uh, yeah, lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I have to go back to work. That's not gonna. Mm-hmm. But well. I mean, you understand, right? If if that thing is a horrible idea, no matter what, what? any day of the week, any but except we all want to do it. Mm-hmm. We're all salivating, thinking that would be a yeah, really great thing. Sounds good yep. right now. But the best time to do it, if you had to do it, is in the noon hour. Give yourself a chance. If you do it at night. If you go to Fogo de Chao or any of these places Rail. and you... I don't go to Fogo. 
Okay. I support my people at Rio de Gato. Right. Rio de Gato. If you go to Rio de Gato <laughs> at, say, 930 at night and you go the five 6,000 calorie route, you've set your health back about 5X Plus worse it's, if you just right. done it at the noon hour. It's like $50 at night and only 19 during the day. Right. Yeah. What's that new place that opened up in like where the borders used to be? Fogo de Chao. That is it? Yeah. Okay. It looks mm. fancy. It is. I, I've never been. Me I either. can't intelligently comment on it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. A, so that, that, that's it for the uh, food review segment of the Not, <laughs> Not That Chris Martin podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on to the news. Uh, well, all right. So look, this is super heavy, but everyone... Yeah, I know. But look, um, a lot of people don't know this, but um, I spent, uh, out of 12 years of going to school, uh, grade school... Uh, most of them were overseas. And so mm. I only had like a little three-year window where I went to school in the United States. And when I was going to school in, for instance, West Germany, um, they didn't have television. They had television, but in fact, the television was piped in and it was generally about 18 months behind. Mm. So when I came back to do a three-year stint, the years just happened to be um, 76 through 79, uh, and I was in D.C. and I got my first real taste of what uh, nightly primetime television was as a kid. And, of course, that was the heyday of Happy Days. Mm-hmm. And that was the heyday that brought us the Mork and Mindy yeah. series. So I was one of the 60 million that watched the premiere of Mork and Mindy and saw the thing on Happy Days that preceded it that led into... Uh, Robin Williams coming out and just finding a national uh, audience instantly, be- being yeah. so magnetic that he just got. And it, it was one of those ratings numbers are never ever going to be replicated again. Sixty million people saw both the Happy Days episode where uh, Robin Williams came out and the premiere of Morgan Mindy. Can you fill us in on the Happy Days? More detail on that. Well, I, I don't... He did it. He did it. A segue, or I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but Henry Winkler, uh, the Fonz, uh, did an episode where they wanted to bring an alien in, and the um, the producers wanted to have uh, uh, some sort of a more Saturday Night Live like improv element to what was going on with their show. It was really, really successful, but they wanted mm. to figure out a way to not have it be so scripted. They wanted to have an improv element to it, and they were searching around trying to figure out who the alien was going to be and who the alien was going to be. And even the Wednesday before the Friday shoot for Happy Days, they didn't know who the alien was going to be until Robin Williams came in and auditioned. Whoa. And he got the job in two days, wound up in two days being the Mork in the cast, shows up in the cast, set, sets the world on fire with his performance, uh, teaching the world Nanu Nanu and yeah. going absolutely nuts. But sort of cut back to the my part of the story. Um, I wasn't really ready for all that, you know, like for instance, the series before Happy Days was all in the family with Archie Bunker and I missed all of it. I didn't see any of it. And I was, so I was more magnetized to this, like the whole world's watching this one show all at once, all across the United States, uh, than a lot of the neighbors were. So I was really, really watching it. was really paying attention and watched every episode of, uh, Mork and Mindy and the entire thing. And, um, so last night they announced, well, you know, he's gone. He left and this is 
this is it. And they all started, you know, doing the thing that they do on news shows where they started asking each other about mm, what's your impression and uh, bringing yeah. the different friends on. And I hate all that stuff and it doesn't cover any new ground. But this is a really world, great world that we're in. And I have a Roku 3 player. And between my remotes, I was able to quickly <laughs> click and watch the Happy Days and then the premiere of Mork and Mindy on YouTube without any effort at all. Yeah. And so rather than having my kids watch a whole bunch of weird edit titles on um, uh, MSNBC or CNN or whatever, Dead 63, This Is Why Asphyxiation, Dad, What's Asphyxiation? Aerial you know, shots of his house. Right, all that. Instead, yeah. last night we adorned our house through their last two hours before they went to bed of the... Um, Happy Days episode, and then the first like we were, we were binge watching uh, the first three or four episodes of Mork and Mindy. Yeah, and so my kids by the end of the night were all nanu nanu and <laughs> you know shizbit, you know, and uh, it was awesome. I watched Absolutely uh, awesome. Dead Poet Society for the first time last night, and Dan came over for just enough time to spoil it for me. Yeah. I had no idea that you'd never seen it Of course it I'd never seen it. It's ridiculous. I'm watching it. I'd never seen it before. I was like, oh, doesn't one of the kids die in this? And I didn't then right, say that. And then right before the kid kills himself, he's like, oh, I know what happens. So well, obviously I was, I'm like, oh, no, he kills I, himself, doesn't he? Yeah. I figured it out. Dude, yeah. I had no idea that you had never It's ridiculous for somebody of our age to have never seen that movie before. I've never seen the movie. Now I have. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. What it's a, not a big deal. What a tragic, tragic event. Yeah. And, and so many people are sort of insensitive to the, I mean, obviously you saw the Shepard Smith comment. I mean, I'm I'm insensitive and largely not very sympathetic for for suicides, um, and that's probably because I've never had any real hardship at all and don't understand it. Um, but also, it's a decision that somebody made that they thought was the best for themselves. Um, so, you know, if if it's what they thought was right and what they wanted to do, I never recommend a permanent solution to anything, um, and it's not something I'd ever do. But you know, I don't necessarily. You know, I I, I don't disagree with you frowning on suicide as a solution for anything i just don't think that that's the conversation it's got to be some part of the conversation because that's you know why it made the news but um the real top line subject is depression and yeah. when you're somebody undergoing depression um you know the, the simplest tasks in the world become monstrous to you uh unachievable to you getting out of bed uh, speaking with you know people that you love any of those those things and when that part breaks down, uh, you start looking for alternatives to doing that part. That's what you know. Baseline depression is unable to complete things that you normally would be comfortable with, and it's so important to to sort of keep it framed like that first before. I don't want to scold a guy who might have been... You don't know if the guy was absolutely helpless at the point that he went through that whole thing. The other part of it is, I feel like um, we all profited from 30-some-odd years of the other side of his depression. When you're manic, um, you're giving off one of the brightest lights you'll ever see on one side and having the worst lows that no one ever sees on the other side. And so we can't really uh, uh, hate on, well, that low that we never knew really existed caused this thing, and, well, that sucks, while profiting from the fact that when that guy was on, he was widely regarded as the fastest brain in improv that anyone could ever possibly remember for any reason. And he was, you know, he had inspirations, you know, but 
none of those inspirations could have kept up with him either. And they all, he, you know, he brought his inspirations on and did all of his skits with those people around because he always looked up to them. But they're like, I can't keep, I can't keep up with that guy. He's absolutely gone off on a tangent that I would have never thought of, and I feel like I'm five subject, subjects did behind. They, hmm. I haven't read too much. I've been obviously very busy with all the work stuff, but did they talk about, was he diagnosed with any specific form of men, mental illness? Was it classified? Was he you know, manic-depressive, bipolar? Was he... Yeah. That Nailed it right it? there. Yeah, he's bipolar as fuck, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Brutal. I mean... Even if it even if it hadn't made it all the way to bipolar land, even if it would have just stayed in like some more apparently safe level of clinical depression, all this stuff is still possible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, drugs and alcohol definitely don't help. No. What was your favorite movie? Uh, Goodwill Hunting by a landslide. Should probably watch that one too. Come you on, seen guy. Goodwill Hunting. No. Oh, Andy. Do you have you a poor thing? <laughs> I have the internet. I can just no, steal no, it. Yeah. Do you have a yeah. favorite Robin Williams flick? To be perfectly honest with everybody, and this is not definitely the best time for this, but I've, I'm not a huge fan. No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's, of his, that's acceptable. Of his work? I mean, right, I, I'm also not very familiar. I think I've seen Flubber. <laughs> Are you starting at the bottom of the list? Well, no, that's all. That's, I'm, I'm listening to the movies the, I've seen. Flubber, Dead Poet Society. That's the top. Aladdin. I, Aladdin. Hook? Uh, Hook. Oh, oh Hook yeah. Is Hook. Great. Yeah. Hook is so okay. good. Uh, what was that other one? Miss Doubtfire? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's there's Mrs. One... Doubtfire. It's not Ms. Whatever I said. Was, it, was she married? Yeah. Well, her husband died. Mm. Yeah. You know way too much about this. I've seen that movie about a thousand times. Yeah. I love that movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's that have... other one but where he's the doctor and he's like... Patch Adams. Yeah. No. Yeah. Was, That's yeah. a great one, too. That's the list. Dan for the win. Uh, yeah, I think my favorite is probably... And this is... I think just favorite overall as opposed to like I had the most fun watching Life According to Garp is like an amazing that's my second favorite favorite? and John Lithgow in that movie is so good as as the the transvestite ex-football player it's it's a great movie and it's one of his real early ones too but it's like so heart touching it's that was the movie where he came out and did a serious part for the first time and people weren't expecting it they're expecting him to his first dramatic dramatic role right they expected him to be the the cable guy, and he just you know, <laughs> came out and did a, a serious part and just killed people. And it set up a bunch of other movies for him. Yeah, but the funny thing is, I'm I'm secretly kind of with Andy on one weird front that I've Flubber. never seen any of the comedies. Really, you've only seen the serious stuff, right? Like you, you got to let the boys watch Hook. Well, Have I, you not seen Hook, Joe? No, Hook, <sighs> Hook's not bad. <sighps> yeah, it's it's again, it was one of those childhood things. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we're kids that, that were born in the late 80s and, and lived through the 90s when that was the movie that everyone It was never their... the movie. No, it's it was the movie, dude. That was like yeah. the movie. If I went to sleep over at a friend's house and they had Hook on VHS, we were watching it. it was one or of scr- that. that or Scrambled Cinemax. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the boob. Anyway, um, anyway, that's a pretty good runaround on, on Robin Williams. Yeah. And you said you went to school in Germany? I did. Dann wir kann auf Deutsch sprechen und kurz kann es nicht verstehen. Nur ein bisschen. Ja, ein bisschen. Ein kleines bisschen, ja. Ja. Dann und uns wir kann ein bisschen auch sprechen. Ja. Ja. Aber Chris, du hast keine, oder? Nee. Ja. Nee, er versteht nicht. You guys are fluent in German? Nein. 
That's yeah. pretty good. No, I um uh, went back right after that. Uh, went back in '79 and went to high school in Frankfurt, uh, Frankfurt American High School. Mm. Frankfurt. Um, and I played football out there. It was super interesting. Um, nice. I, football, football, or yeah, Amerikanische Fußball or Fußball. Uh, no, no, Amerikanisch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Played for the Wolverines, and um, uh, we. Uh, I know, isn't that a great Red Dawn reference right there on accident? <laughs> but uh, the cool thing is this, okay? Um, so here you are, you're on the traveling team, the Wolverines, you're playing football, and so you, your opponent that week is Fulda. Fulda is a city in Germany that mm. also at that time had an American base. At the time that I was there, 79 through 82, there was over 1 million Americans stationed at bases in West Germany. West Germany. This is before there's East and West, okay? Oh. Wow. So. Yeah. I line up as tight end and catch my first touchdown in Fulda. Okay, great. Uh, you know, number 84, great. Get my touchdown. Everyone's high-fiving. This was done in full view of Russian tanks Whoa. with Russian soldiers watching the game through their binoculars. You know, that's you, pretty creepy, dude. That's, Fulda, that's fun. Fulda yeah. was, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the armored division front and all the Russians were in East Germany looking back over the border on the East-West German border. Fulda was right on the border. And you could see the border from the football field. Wow. That's eerie. You were right on the Cold War standstill. Right. Yeah. Wow. What a weird place to be. Yeah. I um, got deported. Why? Uh, Did you really? Yeah. Is this, a, this is a bit you're doing. You really yeah. got deported? I did. And you know I got deported because I was in possession of... Maryland. Uh, a Rolling Stones ticket for a month after I got on a plane and had to leave the country. Sucks. Did you ever see him? I did. I wound up going to the ones with uh, Guns N' Roses at uh, the Coliseum. Oh, nice. Living. So wait, why'd you get deported? That's like the most important part of the story. <laughs> just glossed right over that, didn't you? Yeah. It, was it the Rolling Stones ticket that it got was, you deported? <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. I, I've I've never been arrested. I you know it, I've never done anything horrible, wrong, or anything for any reason, but. Did have a disagreement with a couple of armed services gentlemen that might or might not have had something to do with some sort of illicit substance in a public place and got mm. questioned by several authorities. But as a, a dependent with a high-ranking uh, father, it sort of went away, but it was highly suggested that I should probably leave the country. But, yeah. So where'd you go? You came back to the States? Yeah. To the other side. I You know, mom and a stepdad over there and a... Uh, dad and a stepmom over here so like, my my penalty for getting into a really really bad situation was being flown from frankfurt to southern california to go to zuma beach for the summer not a bad oh, deal no. i know right oh no right? that'll teach him that's good <laughs> it's like i, I say to my kids consequences <laughs> that should put him in his place yeah that's an epic slap on the wrist man but the shows that I saw when I was in high school in uh, Germany were unbelievable. I saw Frank Zappa at the Frankfurt Opera Hall. Um, and he said the most amazing thing over the microphone. He mm. said, drugs are a way for the government to fuck you over. And he flicked the entire audience off and he said, pay attention to this next one. And just, then that was it. He never really talked much after that. I love oh. Frank Zappa. But he rolls. Isn't he local? He's from Gross, Mich- went to Gross He Lines lived, or? yeah, he Mich- lived in El Cajon for a while. Mission then, Bay High. And then Palmdale, he lived all over Southern California, and he, I think he was born in Maryland and lived out there, for, just like you, Andy. Mm-hmm. Born in Maryland and then lived in SoCal for a while. Yeah. 
That's it. I'm Frank Zappa, everybody. Yeah. My secret's you out. Grow your hair out, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got um, two concerts that I had tickets to that uh, the parents vetoed because they were already sensing I was getting into some kind of trouble. Mm. Um, ticket number one, uh, Led Zeppelin. Mm. Right. I had a ticket. What year? Uh, 1981. They played it, uh, played in Frankfurt, and then I had a ticket to go and meet some friends in Munich to see... Uh, one of the Pink Floyd Assemble the Walls shows, mm. uh, which was David Gilmour and Roger Waters, the last incarnation of the two of them doing a show together. Damn. Uh, yeah. But you didn't get to go? Neither of those two. Those are the two, oh, the two big... hurts. Rolling Stones, that's not a regret, because I wound up getting circling back on that. But yeah. those two shows, Led Zeppelin, come on. That, that's like yeah. one of the chief regrets anyone would ever have. That's when I get to the pearly gates, I'm going to be like, hey, can I see like the, we, all of Led Zeppelin perform? I really don't hopefully, care about the yeah, episode two of this podcast. Yeah, hopefully I outlive all of them. And yeah, well, I already heard episode two of the podcast, so yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'll be like, hey, can I just see Led Zeppelin perform right now? And they'll be like, sure, right this way. Bam. Yeah. yeah. Bam. Exactly. And then those stairways going to fall flat and you're going to go straight to hell, Dan. Probably, <laughs> dude. And then you can party with Led Zeppelin. One True. Of the, yeah. One of the shows I wound up seeing was Simon and Garfunkel, which was mm. really interesting because they went to go do the European warm-up tour. And so one of the shows was with us in Frankfurt. And so we went and, go, went and saw it and it was just absolutely unbelievable. And mm. they hadn't played in years and years and years and they were trying to sound it out and become good friends so that they could go and do the American tour. And they decided right after the European tour that they couldn't. Mm. And so mm. we got to see a show that never actually played in the U.S. and it mm. took them about another decade to get a show together in the U.S. Wow. Mm. <laughs> do you realize how fortunate you are to have seen acts like that in their heyday? I hope you do, because, like, my, and sorry if this is, like, a dick move or anything, but my dad always talks about, yeah, I saw Jimi Hendrix, I saw Janis Joplin, I saw Led Zeppelin, I saw Frank Zappa, just goes Pink Floyd, just all, it goes through the list, and I'm like, Dad, you're killing me, you're just saying it's so nonchalant and fucking, yeah, just... I don't think that's going to happen moving forward. I don't think anybody's like, oh, I saw Neon Trees. (laughs) Dan said he saw saw Arcade Fire and Arctic Monkeys. Robin Thicke. Yeah, yeah Robin. <laughs> I did see Imagine Dragons acoustic at the Griffin. No, oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I got oh, and now I fucking can't stand any of their music. I've heard it so many times. Yeah, and your kids are not going to give a shit. Be like, no, who's not. that? And I'm into the fucking Z-Bop now. Oh, yeah. Once my kids, whatever producer got a hold of and changed their sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> my kids care an awful lot about Imagine Dragons. Really? No. Oh, yeah. All right. They 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 really. And it's super interesting because. Uh, it doesn't sound like any of the other songs that they really, really like. You know, they, hmm. they really like Dark Horse by Katy Perry, and they like all those, like, super You have boys, dis- don't you? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you might have right? some, some unanswered uh, hey, questions. I, I'm okay with going. all that. They could yeah. do whatever, you know? But um, <laughs> Except for Katy Perry. Yeah. Can't listen to that. No, I like Katy Perry. Okay, I do, too, actually. And she's I've never heard one of her songs. Stone Cold Fox, too. So. It's really well-produced music. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that thing was like all catchy, pop. Catchy all, hook. It's, it's pop, but... All pop songs these days are produced in a conference room first. You know, they find out what's going to be popular and they write that down, and then the team takes it to Rihanna and then she sings it. Isn't there a dude in Sweden that like writes everybody's songs? And his name is Max Martin. Exactly. Yeah. So I think there's just a dude in Sweden that's like, hey, this song would be great for any of these five artists. So this girl, her her name is Katy Perry. She did her, um, uh, she did her sound. 
showcase sort of show for her manager to bring some people in to work with her at the Viper Room. Yeah. So we did that show, oh, right? Oh, wow. And that was in her, like, jeans and leather jackets phase where mm. uh, she didn't really know what she was going to do. She's and, probably even you know, foxier she, back then, dude. It, yeah, there's that. So Take then, it easy over there. Sorry, they, dude. I got a fucking crush they, on her. They yeah, got the deal that they wanted. <laughs> they got the deal that they wanted, and they went to go make their record. Then they went, made their record, and then I Kissed a Girl went to number one. So right after the I Kissed a Girl went to number mm-hmm. one. Um, I did a show at the Viper Room, a little tiny show just for fun. Just, hey, let's do a show. Let's see if anyone wants to come to this one. We'll wait by the door to see if we have friends. And it was um, Katy Perry mm. with supporting act LMFAO <laughs> and Hypercrush opening up. And Hypercrush, whatever, but uh, LMFAO wound up playing San Diego Sports Arena. Yeah. Right? Mm. As did, obviously. Yeah, Katy that's Perry. like a staple center lineup, dude. Right. That's well, giant. Right. Yeah. But, so, yeah, we had capacity issues, but still, just one little night. Are we going to talk mm-hmm. about the the incredibly sad thing that LMFAO broke up? We can talk <sighs> about that at all? No, I'm just kidding. I don't Maybe care. a moment of silence. I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> In contrast to their music. My, yeah. my kids both know how to shuffle, though. I don't know what that they, means. They really the, um, what is it called? Like the, the Mel- shuffle? Mel- Melbourne shuffle? Yeah. I don't know what that is either, but well, that's the shuffle. The right. mel- it started in in Melbourne, Australia. It was like the the EDM dance move that everyone do. What everyone it's was the in the video, running man backwards. Yeah, isn't they, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, just, that's all it is. They practiced and practiced, and they both can do it. And like whenever like they get bored in the middle of a room and they don't want to talk <laughs> or introduce, they start doing shuffles. I occasionally still see people doing it at nightclubs. Like, it's so date. <laughs> it's really you, it's dorky like, looking. It's tantamount too. to doing the Charleston, right? <laughs> the Charleston. <yeah. laughs> Not quite. In, in my mind, it is. Yeah, it's like the flappers. Please stop. Yeah. Please, please stop. You're embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you. Those things came and went real quick. What? Yeah, like Charleston? A, no, I mean, I'm, I'm Charleston, but the shuffle and LMFAO. Joe, can, do you have some input on the, the, the Charlestons coming <laughs> and going? You were there for it. <laughs> Actually, <yeah. laughs> funny story. I um, taught my kid. The Charleston, and a, but I I put it into uh, a secret handshake. Oh yeah, and there, and yeah. There's a video of it too. Uh, nice, fantastic. Charleston built into it. That's how you get the kids into antiquated dance moves. Is just <laughs> exactly. Do it in a hand secret handshake. Yeah, do they'll see the electric slide. Is that? Yeah, dude. Mm. Or the the dip. <laughs> so that uh, I don't know. <laughs> the next thing that happened to me in the last week and a half is um I went through an entire episode of Battlecast. Which one? Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, the Futurama one. All right. Nice. Okay, not that bad. Was I won that one. one. So I'm into that. Yeah, Andy yeah. did win that one. I did. It was, it was I, a pretty solid one. Where's the record at right now? Do you guys keep track? Well, we just started season three. We've only, we're only one yeah. episode into season oh, three. Oh, no, who's ahead? Well, James uh, won the first episode of this season. I yeah. have one season championship. Dan is current champion because he won reigning, last season. He's the reigning champ. I have one last season, yeah. 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 Have, I, you guys you ever, have you guys ever done demographic studies on who listens? Well, we oh, have, yeah. We, I, mean, I like, do it all the time. These they, guys don't really care. Well, they spit out, like, uh, not necessarily demographics, but locations. Like, yeah, that's actually the, geographics. Geographics, yeah. you know, yeah. but well, you don't know. Like, where's the biggest area? San US, Diego. obviously. Yeah, Southern yeah. California. Yeah. Not I would think Iceland. If I remove <laughs> San Diego, what's next? Who's two? Um... L.A. We have a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, Mexico, we got a fair amount. The Great. U.K. We Hawaii. have. Yeah, Hawaii's a lot. Washington's a lot. Virginia, we have a lot of listeners. Um, there's a there's I think we've gotten about a hundred downloads in the U.K. now. Nice. Um, and then just random ones like you'll just see like two downloads in Moldova and like two downloads in like Kuwait, like just random shit where we're like, uh, okay, cool. Great. Sure. we'll take it. Reykjavik. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iceland's huge. I just I wish you guys had uh, demographic information though. I wish you. I, I kind of sh- think like I, I like male, guesses. female, and ages like that. Kind right, of stuff? right. I think yeah. you're gonna find out that you, it, it's a male, 23, who owns a snow fox. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah. We'll take him. I don't right. know what a snow fox is, but it's a, it's a fox, but it was not <laughs> <a> snow. Oh, <laughs> like an Arctic fox. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it was? Right. I I I pictured a, a microphone actually. I don't know why, because hmm. like blue makes the snowball and the yeti and all those like snow themed microphones. So I was like snow fox. So, hmm. like, oh, so, but you, I mean, you sort of had to have studied other gaming style. Uh, podcast in order to get anything out of it. Otherwise, uh, for me, okay. Oh, for uh, you, okay. Uh, yeah, not for you because you yeah. guys, you, you're of the demographic. You both, own, you both own stone fox or snow foxes. Yeah, we should. Right, and yeah, they're, fox. In, they're in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, point being, um, I do have two in the demographic. My two kids, and they they absolutely listen to uh, this uh, Stompy Long Nose. The hell uh, is it, that? It's a Minecraft uh, oh. player okay. uh, narration situation. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a dude playing Minecraft and narrating what he's doing. As but he's he doing. brings characters along with him. Okay. And has them in the room and they're live and they play. They play along with him. And he, he's gotten smart. He's added a girl. Uh, and nice. we need a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Done everything under the sun. And he's done two hundred of these things. They're immensely popular. They come out on Wednesdays. My kids can't wait. Uh, you know, one comes out tomorrow, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I'm immersed in that stuff. So your podcast was in two spots. One, the part I understand, uh, you talked about, hey, who was going to hook up this week and talked about girls and your social life and that whole thing. Yeah. Which was, you know, capture my interest because I can relate to it. But then you moved into the game thing and, you know, it's, it's incredibly difficult to, uh, if you're not keep playing up. it, <laughs> uh, keep up or find a point. But, uh, I will say that the Futurama episode is the worst one to be able to keep up with because there's four people going at it at the same time. Normally yeah. it's just two people, and it's like one person goes, the other person goes. It's For those of you who have like no Crossfire. idea what the fuck we're talking about, uh, Battlecast is we do like hypothetical battles between fictional characters, or non-fictional, depending on the episode. But, um, it's yeah, recorded it's, in this same studio. Yeah, exactly. And we take turns, and one person makes a move, the other person makes a move, and then somebody wins at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we keep records, and then there's a there's a battle royale where we go through all our characters who won this season, and yeah. then we crown champion. Yeah, yeah. And Futurama is the hardest one to follow. Yeah, for sure. I would I would listen to the most recent episode. I thought it was really funny because I was <laughs> I was dick butt, and Dan was just not on board. But then yeah. he, he turned around. You know, yeah, yeah. Listen to one where you know the characters. Don't this is dick butt, by dick the way. Butt. Famous yeah, we familiar. Have a, we have a poster of him. Yeah, we, the, the magical thing about dick butt is that he's a anthropomorph- anthropomorphized dick whose balls are also a butt. But then there's also a dick coming out of the butt. And additional balls. And additional yeah. balls. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a huge phenomenon that we're, you know, totally jumping on board Speaking with. of yeah. dick and balls, Dan, did you go on your date we talked about? The porn star date? Yeah. yeah. When, uh, did we, when did we talk about that? On the episode that was the lost. lost. <laughs> the lost episode. <laughs> Shut up. The lost tapes. Um, oh, that, from, back from episode two. Yeah, let's get yeah. into that. That's yeah. tomorrow, actually. Oh, <laughs> shit. Going out with her tomorrow. Yeah. So we're going to take her. Fucking uh, coffee. Really? Yeah. No, we're actually going on a hike tomorrow. Even worse. Yeah. No, dude, what idea. do you mean? We're going to jump in a bush and bang? More? Yeah. I mean, afterward, if it goes well, you on, know. On potato She's chip. She's the one who suggested on it. On potato chip rock? Yeah, potato. <laughs> we'll just fucking bone on that. Get your new Tinder profile picture <laughs> on dude, potato chip rock. no, we should just shoot a video up there. No. She's a she's a porn actress. Oh, okay. Dude. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that one of those. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. bounce chicka bow wow kind of video. I don't know if, I've never seen it. I can't. Do you have a penis for porn? No, no, I don't. 
No, I, for amateur porn, sure. But okay. for, <laughs> no, yeah. for, for iPhone porn. I got a face for radio and a penis for not porn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice, N- dude. No. Don't, don't, don't yeah. let that hold you back. Yeah, no, I yeah. don't at all. Like, I, I don't, yeah. You can it's, fix anything in edit. Yeah, just <laughs> post-production. <laughs> Except for her look of displeasure the whole time, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not, pack, luck, I'm not packing porn heat, dude. Well, at you all. definitely clean up. Like yeah. as far as with the ladies, yeah, absolutely. I do all right. Yeah, but I've never, I've never climbed the the porn actress mountain before. I'm hoping to in more ways than one tomorrow. <laughs> well, I think your odds are <laughs> I, probably she, pretty good. She yeah. seems to be pretty into me, so I'm down. Well, yeah. You'll be pretty into her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey-o. Where's the kazoo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I will definitely report back how it goes, though. Live, 100%. L- live tweeting? Yeah, live tweeting. <laughs> Insertion has occurred. Hashtag fuck yeah. So that's all you've been doing? I mean, you've been waiting for this date. He's been editing. That's not like all... Yeah, and my life isn't just like, hey, when, when are we going on our date? You just tend to swipe, and that's your life. Just Yeah. <laughs> You're going to the right there. I don't swipe I don't, to the right. I don't understand <laughs> how it works. Swiping to the right on Tinder? is... Yes, no, I like I'm in a relationship. He's a girlfriend. Oh, Oh yeah! You missed last episode. We we talked a lot about Tinder and how people misrepresent themselves with their oh yeah oh imagery. I've I've been on two different days with two different Tinder girls. Yeah, and were you pleasantly surprised? One of them was definitely pleasantly surprising. The other one was less pleasantly surprising. Wait, one was pleasantly surprising. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I went on a couple dates with her and you know did some things. Yeah, I was gonna say some things, but not 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 yeah, some of those. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely yeah. (laughs) But you know, I don't. I don't do well in those types of situations. So I get. And you do not ever give yourself enough credit well, I don't, for I don't, your no, social <laughs> ability skills, dude. You understand? You are like the smoothest marketing operator in town. That dude. has nothing yeah. to do with. Yes, it, it does, dude. You're you just channel, Andy. channel He's that market- vibe. You're marketing no, yourself not, and your schlong, dude. Yeah, I'm super confident that this isn't going to get out too far, so I'm not too worried about it. But like my <laughs> 57 I've, people listen to episode one. <laughs> Do they really? And yeah. they're all your employers. Where, on SoundCloud? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It may have been addressed in an all-staff meeting that if you don't Listen, listen to, to it. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. And how many employees do you have? I'm kidding. I didn't 60. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them listening to this. <laughs> no, I, I sort of have a thing for a certain girl, so okay. I'm not really pursuing Oh, yeah, else. that's right. Okay. That, yeah. you, that you met on Tinder? No, no, this is a girl I've known for some time, and I'm sort of like, uh, my, I would say my heart is occupied and couldn't really give a different girl any the proper attention. And Are respect. you courting her? Currently? No, no, she's a boyfriend. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. Th- this is Andy's game, though, dude. One game. He, yeah, he's all about the long game. All mm-hmm. about the long Low game. risk, long game. Yeah. Can't, yeah. can't knock it. Yeah. And no. it's been pretty successful for and him has, in the past. had a 50% hit ratio. Yeah. So. And oh. The other day I realized, I was like, damn, Andy like takes a lot of time to get with the girl, but he usually gets with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other two I didn't pursue. Like, uh, like, he's persistent. Yeah, absolutely. I am definitely persistent, if nothing else. And I would say like, Andy. Much like this podcast. It's just, <laughs> we're just going to keep doing it. We're not regardless. going away. We're, yeah. not, we're like herpes. <laughs> Andy, with, uh, with the running the risk of sounding too homo here, uh, um, uh, you are quite a catch, dude. Thank you. You're a good looking dude. You're tall. That. You make money. You're got a you're hell of a rump social. On <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. You've got a pretty good yeah, butt. That's yeah. my biggest selling point. Uh-huh. <laughs> look, look at that thing. It's, I mean, we can't tight. see it right yeah, now, unfortunately. Down. But yeah. when he walked in, yeah, yeah. that's where all of our mm-hmm. eyes gravitated. What can I say? That's what I work on. You're blessed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't spend a whole lot of attention to my physical appearance. Yeah, if that's not totally you're stylish honest. though. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. stop complimenting you. All right, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> no need. Carry on, Dan. All right. 
Dan's putting the full no. court press yeah, on. Yeah, seriously. What, yeah, no, you I'm courting, game I'm courting someone, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lady. Yeah. I got a date tomorrow. I'm not worried about. Yeah. Good. So you guys have heard about how um, all the different police departments are super worried about all of these EDM shows and, you know, people keep having overdose emergencies and they mm. have to have all these. Um, but that's not the biggest um, problem in the concert industry currently. The biggest problem in the concert industry currently is any country music show for any fucking mm. reason. Drinking is the problem. And dudes and like I, I, I talked to some police at Coachella. I was like, hey, how's the crowd been? I was like, oh, this crowd's always fine. This crowd, no issues at all. But Stagecoach. Yep. Stagecoach is a different story. Yep. Did you tell me that? Or so- I think I heard the same story from someone else. We talked I was about with, I was with Woods. Woods. We talked about that, yeah. Okay, I was with yeah. Woods at the time. So, um, and they're, they're, All of my friends that come back from Stagecoach are like, I I like going to the show, but I hate every person there. It's well, just it's, scumbag. It's good old boys who have something to prove. I think it's... Coachella is people who want to do some drugs and hang on and see some music. Yeah. So it's front page news. Here's the Washington Post. Violence, tragedy, mass arrest. What is going on with country music concerts this summer? They're country music, man. Country and music has a whole different message and vibe to it. And there's one specific place that's just getting Don't crushed. you wag your finger at me. It, <laughs> he, was, he was wagging his finger at me. We saw it. Throw yeah. it. It's Foxborough. Well, Foxborough, Massachusetts. That one hmm. particular stadium, they run a concert up there. And, like, you know, people are dying on the road. They're getting in fights. There's oh, underage wow. drinking. There's, you know, all kinds of stuff going on with these things. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'll say that, you know, from my limited experience, I'd much rather have somebody in my house who's been smoking weed or doing ecstasy than somebody who's been drinking heavily. Huh. You know? Yeah. That, that's... It, I think your your behavior, your mannerisms, and your, you know, your 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 self is sort of modified differently with those two substances. Yeah, when back in the day there there was a great documentary, Rock and Roll Parking Lot, uh, that centered around a Judas Priest concert in Washington DC and all these people in mullets went and got as drunk as possible on Jack Daniels and went and saw the show and mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. And the thing that um culturally has happened into all of us is it, indie rock doesn't replace the old cock rock thing. Uh, it's country that does. Keith mm-hmm. Urban is the new guitar-based uh, music thing out there. Keith Urban is obviously a teetotaler, but his show was one of the ones cited as having the worst percentage for fights and all kinds of other god-awful stuff going on in yeah. them. And so country music has turned into the new rock and roll parking lot. And there, there's no other outlet. You aren't going to see hipsters in, in painted-on jeans going to... A parking yeah. lot at any you know arena for any reason anyway. You don't see a lot of out of control hipsters, right? No, and they're too concerned about how they look. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you would have thought maybe some of the hip hop shows or whatever. I've possibly. seen some out of control hip hop shows, but it's usually more the artists than it is the crowd. Yeah, Bone Thugs, Bone that, Thugs um, <laughs> at Fourth and B, like two or three years ago. Yeah, Busy Bone just breaks a bottle over a dude's head right before they go on the stage, and what? Yep. Yeah, and the the show got or their set got delayed by like an hour and a half. They didn't go until three thirty. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Whoa. And then they were lip syncing a bunch of their shit too. Mm-hmm. So it, that's again, that's not like what you're describing with the, the country shows. That's just more like lame and like, come on, guys, get your shit together. Seriously, somebody's still paying you to do this. Take it seriously. Yeah, but I mean, if, when you're at the Bone Tug show, I, I worked a bunch of those Fourth and B shows. In um, when you're there, you're in a bit of survival mode. You're not taking as many chances as you would because you're surrounded by a, a ton of prison culture in every possible direction. 
So you're taking fewer chances being sure you get home safe. Whereas for some reason, there is this giant within the outdoor arena show, $60 a ticket, Jason Aldean environment. That crowd is 30,000 super entitled people. Mm-hmm. I was right? going to say entitled mm-hmm. is the word that popped right. in my head for this. Entitled meaning I got money. I got a giant F-350 diesel truck. I, can I do don't whatever understand the, that at all. I, 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 I can do whatever the fuck I want. And, and then let's not forget about one other thing. If you look at the top 10, you know, at KSON today or any country music station across the country, half of them are like, I am going to drink until I cannot see a fucking thing and I'm going to kill something and then I'm going to go to bed, sleep it off, and then we'll be in love again tomorrow, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) Every one of them, the subject line is all about drinking into Mm -hmm. blackness. You know, they're definitely doing what Ozzy did back in the day. But it's the the chief players are like you were saying F three fifty Dually um, Wranglers uh, Keith Urban's guitar and Jack Daniels those are the agree. key elements and yeah. I mean they're not taking ecstasy that's what we should do I know I have a bad idea every podcast I know there I've had are three you, bad ideas we should here's do the third one for the next one yeah you've, you've <laughs> never heard the you'll never yeah. hear the second one till the pearly gates but here's the third bad idea dose everyone at stagecoach spike stage, the kegs stagecoach we're dosing stagecoach with Duh. ecstasy hold on who can afford that well, <laughs> second of all can't, there, can't we just do ecstasy and do a podcast <laughs> hey, why would we waste it on all the strangers yeah yeah exactly I've, I've, I would probably do these things more often if they were available to me, but I, you know. I, Drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Availability is key. Yeah. You know, I, you, you don't have to pay for it. We'll, we'll get the CIA to pay for it. You know, some yeah. perfect. Right. It'll Follows. be like crack in the 80s, dude. The exactly. other problem I have with country music <laughs> as a whole is that it establishes unrealistic expectations. In the so sense that. It's all music, though, right? I know, but like in the sense that like girls are listening to this music and it's about dudes who are super romantic and super devoted and do really logical things in the name for these girls. And do, you, do you know Chuck Klosterman, any of you guys? Yeah, mm. the author. The writer, yeah. Um, he has this whole like diatribe about how music um, creates this fake love idea where girls are brought up to think that guys should wait outside their house in the rain and serenade them through their window and and think about them all the time, which stuff <clears throat> that sounds creepy to us right now. It's romantic until it's a guy that they don't want. And then it's right, a stalker. Until it's an ugly dude. <laughs> exactly. But that's that's kind of what they expect is like, oh, I want the guy that's romantic that'll do anything for me and drop his entire life for it. And it's like, no, nobody does that. Nobody's going to do that. Like, let's let's create a real form of love that, that people can actually strive for as opposed to that. That doesn't make nice songs. No, it doesn't make well, I think it would, but yeah. You'd be in. You'd be in the minority. Yeah, and I'm a that. dude. So right. Yeah. Okay. So here's my next question, and this question is for Reader Andy. Yo. Uh, in the first po- podcast, you whipped out of your phone and started going down your pot stocks. Oh and yeah. You put a whole bunch of them out. Um, do you hold any stocks related to Bitcoin? No. Fuck. Be- but it's too volatile. It's too volatile for me because it's too unstable and it's too. I mean, we've had half a dozen major breaches. Which doesn't happen with things that yeah. trade on Wall Street, you know. Like you don't see that as often, and with anything I've ever held. So then, so, you would describe yourself as wholly unprepared for the Bitcoin revolution? No, I wouldn't say that because I was on I was on board initially. You know, like I, it, seemed, it seemed like yeah, conceptually, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, 
but and you see these huge gains and these huge losses, which is something that's you know you see the, the gains are like oh yeah that sounds awesome, but then you see the losses and you're like well this, that's not awesome. This is less yeah. awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, even with the gains involved, and this it's it's too close to gambling for me, like with the quantities that they're dealing with. Like I, I'll do anything that's safe enough, but Bitcoin just isn't safe enough. There's, yeah, it just isn't. So I mean, it would be nice to have cashed out and made some money on it, but I never would have gotten involved in the first place knowing. But I mean, isn't that sort of the essence of stuff in its penny stock phase? Yeah, but again, I'm conservative with all of it. So if I pick up a penny stock, I'll get a whole bunch, but I don't, you know, go fifty bucks. You know, it's which is not. But even that, I mean, you're basically making your statement right now. I won't even do fifty bucks worth of penny stocks in Bitcoin because I think it's going to (laughs) crash. I might put fifty bucks in Bitcoin, but again, it's and it's it's. I never put money in any stock I'm not prepared to lose. You know, I only do play money. I don't have my savings in, in stock. That sounds like gambling. That's like how smart people, quote unquote. Yeah, gamble. but it, but also I've experienced a very solid return. I've, there you go. Yeah, I've You're been investing then. pretty consistently for three years now, and I've done one hundred and fifty percent. Everybody who's been investing for the last three years has had a pretty significant return. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was studying economics in college from two thousand and seven to two thousand eleven. What a great wow. time to be studying yeah. right? economics, dude! I own this place. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> But uh, you, so where did you study economics? San Diego State, nothing and fancy. Did you study, what did you study at UCSD? Writing. Writing? In German, yeah. In German. In German. In German. No wonder. <laughs> I got my minor in German, yeah. I also got a minor in German. Yeah. I say minor. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you yeah. guys talked about this before, right? Well, yeah. we, we took German in high school together. <laughs> yeah. That's, me and Andy have known each other since ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was one of Andy's only friends in high school. Hey, you were also mean to me in high school. So <laughs> I was were, also nice to you. I was, sometimes. You I was were mean to everybody. You were was, mean to yeah, Strasburg. You made Strasburg cry. Were you, a, bull- of, were you yes. a bully? I was a little bit of a bully. He was, yeah. Daniel. Without question. What? Sorry. <laughs> I'll go I'll, rewrite I'll, my past. Let's be yeah. a little bit more fair. Which, okay, so I'm a tall, skinny guy now. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm 6'2", 175. I weighed 40 pounds less than I do now when I graduated high school. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And you did yeah. things like had uh, gems sourced for girls and made custom jewelry for girls I that did, he was yeah. infatuated with. Hey, did I not date that girl for six years? That's, That's what I'm saying. Okay. And he's got a great like percentage on the girls. Yeah. yeah. He's long game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you did some pretty weird things in high I know, school. Not that sure. I didn't do, do no, weird I was a weirdo. things in high school, too. Without question. But I was just confident. So the weird things I did came across as like, oh, that's just Dan being Dan, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never had that. So oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's Andy being Andy. <laughs> I got the same economics degree. Tone. Yeah. Except <laughs> I got that that economics degree in 1992. Okay. Right. The the that's, year that, that, um, that um, the end of the first Bush, the older Bush. You're, Bush you're looking at a tech boom right in front of you there. Yeah, but you couldn't have told anybody in that class that from the what we were being taught. We were being taught everything as opposed to communist Russia. Uh, yeah, right. You know, so the entire so all I can say is uh, uh, my degree was obsolete in approximately three years because that's know, rough. The, yeah, the wall came down and uh, the, there was a whole new paradigm for what works how in uh, global economy and the entire thing. And, uh, well, I'm not in my field either. I mean, there's no way I yeah. am. I take pictures at parties. Well, yeah. here's the here's the thing, dude. Like, for both of us, our our major did not dictate what we're doing now, but it comes into play in in big parts of our lives. Personal life, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you're investing. You're a fucking homeowner. Like, you're doing all these economic based things, and I do creative stuff. I write comedy. I I all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, 
It's both part of our lives, and we both speak German, too. So yeah, that's so useful. Go, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to brush up a little bit. I bet you I could remember a lot in a very short amount of time. If we go back, that's things. Like, I didn't basically didn't learn any German until I went to Germany. And yeah. I was like, oh, got to learn yeah. it now. <laughs> Let's do it. I was Immersion is the key. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with languages in high school, so I retained a lot of it, and I still do to this day. Yeah, all I'm of my friends. Pretty damn good at German. Were, all of my uh, German friends were so fluent in English by the time I met them that it just didn't matter. Well, they start learning it in like second grade, right? And yeah. they just they just never ever stop. And uh, they they were basically um, uh, quoting anything they wanted out of any you know book of quotations that they wanted in perfect English by the time I met them in the tenth grade. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and so I, why bother? So then, well, they have the were luxury. Were you on a base though? Where did you did you go to school on a base? Uh, n- not the second time. The first time, yes. The first time we lived on a base, and I, you know, walked a short distance to a American only elementary school, mm. and, and that w- that was super interesting in its own right. But the second time, we lived uh, what's called on the economy, where um, we live way off in uh, this neighborhood, forty miles away from the city center, and it was it was absolutely stunning and beautiful. And um, mm. uh, we rented a house from a baron. Nice. You know, it's, <laughs> it's it's super strange because uh, what makes one a baron in Germany? Paperwork, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually a baron too. I bought a title yeah. on the internet yeah. in high school. And yeah, another. That's why Andy was How weird do you in high baron? school. You pay for it. You now, go on these eBay days? and you really? write. No, it's not title. eBay. It's noble titles. Some noble but, like, but, but yeah, it's it's lineage. Like the guy that makes the pizzas. Yeah, a lot like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the red baron. The red. So this baron lived about um, five doors down from us. Did he make pizzas? Uh, he did not. He lived in a real castle. And, uh, Dude, there are so many real castles. Right. Yeah. Oh man, it's like they, there are castles in Germany. It's sweet. Yeah, the red. Yeah. yeah there's the 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 old castle and the new castle. I went to the new castle and it was from like 1342. And I was like, this is new. How old this is? <laughs> 700 years old. What's your problem? And then the old castle is from like some BC, so I was like, "All right, okay, fine." <laughs> it's a hut. Yeah, I guess it's new in comparison. But uh, we were so far away that uh, every morning the school bus took approximately two hours, and it, it was had like multiple stops. And Holy this little geez. like army green. Were you on it for two hours? Yeah, that's oh. and two hours insane, home, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. That, that sucks. Four well, we hours I, I got bus. smart really fast, and I absolutely didn't take it every day. I um, took it in in the morning, or I got a ride with my parents. But that took forty minutes. If you took, you know, just rode with your parents. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Huh. What? Yeah. I got a word. That's it. Do you know what it means? To take pleasure in other people's sort of misery. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. on, guys. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, right. I wouldn't use a word I didn't know. Zeitgeist. Huh? Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Yeah. That's a that's another popular yeah. one. It's the spirit of the time. Spirit yep. of the time. I like means that. time ghost. Yeah. <laughs> time ghost. Means time ghost. Schildkröte. Is that a turtle? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. We could just record this podcast in German. I'd it would be immersion <laughs> for me. I would have that's number fear. Numa fear. Numa fear. Yeah. So I'll just be over my phone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> while we're German, while we're going nuts on Germany. Um, Stone's going to put a brewery in Germany. Yeah. And uh, that... Green Flash is going to yep. put one in freaking Belgium. That's, That's a wild. good idea, too. Yeah. And uh, do you think, given the xenophobic nature of the German population, that's going to go over particularly well? Yeah, it'll be fine. Honestly, like, the, it'll Ger- be the Germans are – the, the whole disposition of Germany has changed so drastically in the last 10 years in the sense that they are now patriotic. And now that they, they are so much more in of themselves – that they're willing to address other cultures and treat them with respect. I think that a stone brewery, a California brewery in Germany, 
is going to be phenomenal. I think, I think it's going to, I think it's going to blow the fuck up. The other thing is, I wouldn't say they're xenophobic now. I would say that they still have a super strong respect for high quality products. Mm-hmm. And, and Stone, Stone is, is a high quality product. They're going to have to get used to cold beer because I don't drink that over there, and it pisses me off so much. Like warm beer. Who drinks warm beer? So uh, some of their beers are cold. I, I didn't get... have any cold beers. It was all cellar temperature, which is not cold enough. Okay, fair enough. I had some wheat beers there that were, yeah, cellar temperature, mm-hmm. which is some, I'm with you. some I, degrees warmer than I take the, like. the beer from the liquor store, and then I take it home, and I put it in the freezer for 15 minutes before I drink it. I want it to be, like, right cold, cold, there. Cold, Frosty. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah, of beer, anyone want another one? I need a beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody Let's else? Do that. Beer? Absolutely. Beer. Beer us. I got some mojo came with a koozie. Oh, <laughs> you koozied him on up. Reader, you are a marketing wizard. Yeah. See that? Yeah, now you have to talk about the reader. What about it? We're not doing print. Okay, don't. Yeah, that's well, I mean, just for, for us, we're, we're really not doing print. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I probably isn't the place for it what again. Is, what is your marketing mix? Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> Where, who taught him that word? <laughs> 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 who taught him that? I learned about it on Vine. <laughs> <laughs> six, six fucking seconds at a time. Yeah. Vine's great. There. Yeah, Vine's so the I, I thought we were sort of shitty to uh, the reader in the first one. Like we, hey, they didn't really break the the cheetah story, and that's not. I I do go through quite a bit of the long reads and the cover stories. And we, yeah, things we're not a breaking news source. We're a weekly. But there's some know. stuff that needs that kind of treatment, um, where. The fact has to get out there for the first time, and no one else is going to cover it. And if CNN or Washington Post hadn't been there, then the reader would have been your only recourse in town, and that's super important. And you know, one of the ones that I, I went back, like, sort of chronicling my top four or five stories that I got out of the reader, and a lot of them are like, you know, gross, and you don't really want to go into, and murders and junk. But one of them was really fascinating. It's a place in um, uh, Arizona, Welton. Uh, it's a place where because of the 100-mile rule where uh, within 100 miles of the border you lose most of your Fourth Amendment rights, um, they have a checkpoint. And just over the the Arizona-California border is a city called Welton, and it's just past Yuma, and they have a federal uh, uh, immigration checkpoint. But what they're really looking for are small quantities of pot from California legal pot uh, users and they medicine like, and seems they, like a waste of time well they're not they're making a, apparently they do something in the neighborhood of $7200 worth of tickets uh in in a 4 hour shift wow it's pretty so it's a, yeah that's that's and, impressive and so they do one devoted day in court for uh all the pot people that they catch at this one checkpoint in Arizona uh a week and it, it taps out at 50 grand because they well, do it damn. you know it's that they're doing a about that much a day because they don't do full eight hour shifts at the checkpoints they, they close them a lot mm-hmm. and uh but they, when they bear down and they, you know they got the dogs uh they're going through the cars and they're supposedly looking for high volume drug dealers and immigration uh coyotes that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. and but no 
they're making all their money on low-level pot busts in Welton, Arizona. And this was a seven-page cover story out of the reader. It was like one of my favorites ever, all time. We we definitely have some that hit for sure. Um, I would say there's probably as many misses. The other thing I think we probably lack on is our cover art. At least recently, for the past couple of years, has been pretty substandard. Um, the good news is, and this probably isn't public, but whatever, is that my first cover comes out this week. I'm yeah. now oh, in charge of a good I, section of the covers. I shoot it. What? Wait, no, this that's that's in a couple weeks. The, the, my I, other one is this week. Nice. What one yeah. was that? Uh, it's about uh, spirits. It's about um, Manzanita making spirits, Balance Point making spirits, oh, okay. Kill Devil, and the Spirit the Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, and then they changed the law in California so they they can do tastings on spirits, and it got mm-hmm. a little bit easier. And, there's and so we see a bunch of them smarter. popping up here. Yeah, which is good, great. I mean, anything that you know can make put Cal- put San Diego on the map, we don't get a whole lot of we don't get a whole lot of national attention. So when we do, it's really cool. We do for things like beer. Yeah, exactly. And ideally now and it, for spirits too. But yeah. I mean, yeah, great. We're the mecca of craft brewing, but you can't get a yeah. growler in the entire zip code nine two one zero nine. Yeah, which by one? law. Which zip code is that? The Pacific Beach. Oh, I don't care about Pacific Beach. Okay. Me neither. Dude. Yeah. Do you, do you live in PB still? I do. I'm trying to move out of PB. I'm Where are you looking? South Park or North Park? Yeah, yeah. Okay. South we, Park. I wish I could afford South Park. Dude. South Park is real nice. I'm I'm just looking to rent right now. Yeah. And, and there's so much competition. You can look at a two-bedroom, little small yard, and there'll be 10 people there at the show. Ugh. Yeah, that's thing. Yep. I, when this place came on the market, I got here... The first thing in the morning. Like, I was here, and then an hour later, I was here. By the time I made an offer, at the end of the day, there were seven other offers. And I only got it because I was $1 over the asking price. $1. Literally a dollar. Yeah. Wow. I know. And I, they wanted that dollar. Yeah. I did that hilarious. And I'm like, well, if we're going to pick somebody, let's pick this guy who has the highest offer. So huh. It really worked out. <laughs> I, I definitely wouldn't have got this place without that strategy. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's the Price is Right strategy right there. Yes, $1, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So and you know they're they're getting the the first sale properties are getting snapped up by developers and investors yeah. who then rent them out, which increases rent prices. So you can't rent a cool place for less than two grand anymore. So yep, kind of bummer. That's how that goes. I'm mm-hmm. st- I'm stuck in PB right now. Two years. Well, that's, I mean, it's not the worst place to be stuck. Let's be fair. <laughs> like if you're yeah. gonna be stuck someplace. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I- but you know, it's not. It's, I'm, I'm only going to let this go for another few seconds. Why? Why? If you yeah. get up early in the morning in PB, you see a lot of walks of shame, if you will. Yeah. Over your coffee. Mm. You're in East PB. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, That's fun words. Where, where shame lives. It does. <laughs> this is where, yeah. It lives and breathes. Where shame is from. I actually don't live. Maybe in, if you worked a little harder, you could live near the water. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> live. That's, in how, the, that's how you feel in East PB. In the 109, I'm in the, in the 037, but I can see it's PB view. I'm in the, the slums of South La Jolla, so I, I've got. You're almost in Bird Rock. Yeah, well, I am in Bird Rock. Bird Rock's I, sweet. I, I tell I tell myself that I'm not yeah. really being but, independent, right? But I mean, More I'm right there. Like what? It's a like block all of the midway of saying it's Point Loma. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> That's not Point Loma. <laughs> yeah, your sports arena, bro. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> so whatever the zip code <laughs> is and whatever it is, you're a floodplain. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you guys really like South Park. I'm really. You know, we're, we're never going to get right? anything there at this rate. I, um, if anyone's listening and you have a rental in South Park, dude. all 57 of you. Are you looking for one or two bedrooms? Two bedrooms. Yeah. Maybe three so we can have a podcast studio. <laughs> right? That'd Dude, be dope. This is like 500 bucks at this point for all this stuff. Oh, we're, we're doing it. You're going to go down 100 bucks each time? You well, told no. them 600 originally. Well, it was it was 300 originally, and we spent $200 on this board. Yeah. So, 
Oh. And the mics. The yeah. Mics, the mics are 50, 60 bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah they, they're cheap, but very nice. Yeah. yeah. They're very nice. Yeah. They, they do this job. I wouldn't say I wouldn't record my music track on them, but they do okay for Yeah, you can else. record vocals on them. Okay. I'm not but laying down any vocals anytime soon. Yeah. You're not? <laughs> no. What? Come on. Wrong Chris Martin. When are you releasing your single? Kesha featuring Chris Martin. <laughs> yeah. Not that Chris Martin. Don't you badmouth Kesha. <laughs> I like Kesha. That's why I picked her, yeah. What? There's nothing wrong with Kesha. Heck no. I don't know I mean, I, I take issue with that dollar sign in her name, but, you know. Name a, a Kesha song, for the reference. TikTok. Yeah. Whoa. I, don't, I don't know Whoa. song names. Quick. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me one I've heard of. I don't I can't you, name any. If you we haven't heard play. of TikTok, it, yeah. it's you that's irrelevant. Come on now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found our outro music, Daniel. TikTok by Kesha. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right, so the next thing. I, I got a chance to um, watch the Nixon Tapes documentary, hmm. and uh, I followed it up by watching. They're redoing the Oliver Stone uh, Secret History of the United States, um, and so I got one of the Truman episodes right after that. Uh, the the tapes were amazing for their bigotry. They're they're just unbelievable. They spend so much time asking like, well, what religion is he? He's not a Jew, is he? And you wow. know, is that a waste? That's a waste of time. Huh? Trying to figure out what religion somebody is is you're just why why whatever. whatever. He, I mean, that's the whole thing though. I mean, it's life in a vacuum. They want to talk about something, and so they're gravitating to the one thing they want to talk about, and over and over and over again. It's Jewish disloyalty, and what do Mexicans do? And thankfully, they only called them blacks. What do blacks do? And like, you know, <laughs> Negroes, just, just trying do? to try to folk, yeah. Uh, yeah, work, gotcha. work they, their way through their you know p- white paranoia about what different demographics you know are, are thinking and doing, and how are they going to manage this situation or that? It's unbelievable, and it's unbelievable because it's nonstop. You know, so they get to the point where they get to the. Um, the Pentagon Papers in Ellsberg, oh, yeah, he's Jewish. We should have known. Like, what? His name's Ellsberg. They should have known, but <laughs> not that it's relevant. <laughs> right, well, no, that's yeah, the, the whole question thing. Is how did you not know? They, that, that's a bigger problem. They're yeah. a bunch of idiot, idiot, they're, <laughs> no, they're bigots. They're idiots. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, the, the HBO documentary, though, it, set your DVR to it and just listen to it. And it, it you, you don't... Wadi-da, not always can afford HBO. <laughs> Get on Pirate Bay. <laughs> Wherever you can find it, legal yeah. or not legal, um, I think a baron can afford HBO. A yeah. baron. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have cable. I don't have like television. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look. I'm again. I, I got a short fuse on this stuff. Is is your Apple TV hot wired? No. Jailbroken. Right. No. Right. So you know a guy, right? Right. Well, I, I mean, I can't. I, I can't say anything. He knows a guy who knows a guy. I have to say, I am a bit of an Apple loyalist. Oh really? With your six <laughs> Apple machines in this house? Oh, I couldn't. Like tell. no joke. Like that's not an, an exaggeration for people listening. Andy has an Apple computer in the studio right here. He has seven. One, thank you very much. He has one, two in the living room, one desktop, and one like. Oh, room. I, mean, I forgot about that. BMB Productions has that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then the Apple TV. You have an Apple laptop. You I have got, your, I your got my iPhone. first Mac, a Mac Plus, black and white. Before I was totally trained. I've been a Mac Mac person ever since. My first Smart computer Mac. was a Mac too, but great products. I want the I, get I the want the Mac flashlight. Dude, it would be so much better than the other well, ones. But in serious, does anybody have a flashlight? No. In this room? Yeah. No, not yet. Okay, I don't. I, I they are no, 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 not, not flashlight. 
Fleshlight. Oh, oh young. Yeah. Let us educate you. Do you not know what that is? Do not. What? <laughs> Who wants to tell them? You. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... What is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm motioning. This is radio, Chris. You can't do that. It's, it's the internet. It's not the yeah. radio. Well, still, they can't see what you're doing. It's basically a... a do you want me to do it? I'll do it. It's a, a flashlight... It's a flashlight, sh- a flashlight shaped object with a uh, vagina, latex vagina end on it. Lady you parts. You yeah. in- insert lady your, parts. You insert your man parts into the lady parts. Yeah. Oh my it's, goodness. It's a masturbatory aid, I think it's called. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems because we all need like help a, with that. Like yeah. a shoehorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it comes with a shoehorn. That's <laughs> <Right>. separate. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's you know it's been sort of shameful in all of history, but you know women can have yeah yeah since a the, whole assortment. I'm of starting to all, feel less bad about it and considering. I'm definitely considering. I'm not. You I'm know. just curious if it's like a great. But experience. they're so expensive. Are they? Aren't they? They're like ninety. <laughs> aren't they like ninety dollars or something? Mine. What I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, that is a double standard. You know, gr- girls can have yeah, well, they're drawers too. full of sex toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but a guy can't do it. But also, guys are allowed to sleep with as many women as they want, and women are chastised for such activities. True. Girls are also They're allowed to be gay, and guys are are also, ashamed as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, regardless. It's there's double standards that exist. <laughs> yeah. As a whole, and so we're I trying know, to justify your purchase you're about to make. Andy. I, I'm definitely not going to make this purchase. So I have way too right. much shame for that. And I, you well, know, who's going to know? <laughs> but if a- Amazon, the fucking Amazon fulfillment center is going to know. Do the the drone that drops it in your driveway still too. <laughs> Like labeled, like what's that thing flying Andy over there? Boyd's flashlight yeah. <laughs> gets picked up by the news. A drone is flying through University Heights. What is this? Your neighbor's like, hey, they <laughs> delivered this here on accident. I think well, this that, is- that thing is like my neighbor. They're a gay couple, yeah. so they'd probably be fine with it. They'd probably be like, all right. Well, it would yeah. be a vagina on the end of it, so they'd be like, Ugh. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Sorry, I yeah. think I'm still above it for the time being, but pretty soon I might be below it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm Might sure there's a it. vending machine at the Lafayette but point Hotel being, that has it. Point <laughs> being, if Apple was going to make a product, it would probably be a superior flashlight if they made one. For sure. Yeah. It would be a lot of money. It would be yeah. like $400. Siri would talk <laughs> to you while you They use would it. keep yeah. 30% of your semen like they do on iTunes. <laughs> Here's what it would, it would have to have. <laughs> For targeted marketing <laughs> reasons. Yeah, That's pretty funny joke. It would have to have like a porn I'm delivery I'm here all night, system. Andy. There's yeah. two shows. <laughs> it would have to have a porn delivery system. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't be justified. You know, like right. you, be, you have to be able to watch porn on it, like have some projector that displayed porn, like on the wall holographic porn coming out of the tip. Dude, I would pay four hundred dollars for that. That'd be pretty dope, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I'm sh- I guarantee you that will exist in the future. But the thing is, it also comes with a watch to track your RPMs, and then also <laughs> how many calories you burn? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You ever jerk off with your how Nike many, wristband on? Dan? How many miles did I <laughs> masturbate? Like four miles the other day. I forgot to turn the Facebook your fuel, tagging you've never, off. You've never done that. <laughs> Joe, why, why are you is, contributing to this what, conversation about why masturbation? Is Dan, why is Dan? It's Facebook says he's running at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I know he doesn't yeah. run. Dan's night, never run in his life. He's, he's in nine night, miles. He's a night jogger? He's in the three-minute miles. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, the, what the hell am I going to add to any of that? Dude, it, three, that got, three that bachelors and me. Out of We're control. Not, I'm not a bachelor. We're not, I'm married. not married. We're not married. How long, how long have you been with your lady? Two and a half years. That's a pretty long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. What she do? She teaches kindergarten. That's noble enough. I can't make fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. Are All right. you planning on making fun of Chris's girlfriend right she now? Used to, she used to work for me in the hospitality business, so Uh-oh. she had to... That's a great business to me. I mean, if you can... Make a lot more money than teaching, sadly. I bet. Sadly. It's, yeah. But we're, teaching's we're so noble. We're a service sector economy now. Right. I remember you in the single days. 
let's, let's, I would love to uh, see those days. Oh, oh it was <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no adjectives, just a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Just don't come in my airspace, the ladies. This is my airspace. Can't turn this off, Daniel. <laughs> I know. Clearly, you can't. Yeah. Holy <laughs> smoke! Did you clean up? I take it. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Chris, dude. Look, handsome dude. Yeah. He's built. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like- got a good haircut. <laughs> You like this head of hair? Here? I mean, it looks like shit today, but normally it looks great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Those are fighting words. No, no. Oh, hold on. Did no. we ever talk about Dan getting in a fight with some professional? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Our first guest. One Please. of our first guests. Oh, dude, I'm so into that. So Jeff Glover. Because I want to wow you guys. Jeff Glover, mm-hmm. um, who's our head jiu-jitsu instructor at my school, uh, just competed in Metamoris in L.A. It's this huge jiu-jitsu tournament uh, streamed online probably hundreds of thousands of views he was one of the main events he's all he does the color commentary mm-hmm. but they did a secret match at this one which no one knew about hmm. and it was jeff against barrett yoshida who was the head jiu-jitsu instructor from undisputed he's now at the ufc gym this is all jiu-jitsu nerd shit barrett's like the coolest name ever but sorry yeah, yeah. Keep, going, keep going it's almost like baron so call back <laughs> we were texting around videos or something how did that come up that oh because jeff's even... gonna come come be our, one of our first guests yeah and somebody probably Andy suggested that I fight him. That you, yeah, jiu-jitsu. not fight, just jujitsu fight. Gi or no gi? No gi. Okay, yeah. He's wearing clothes like regular clothes, like a sumo outfit. You'd wear a sumo. You're outfit? wearing like no, that's under gi, armor. That's the gi, the kimono. Yeah. No, I'm just saying you should wear something super small because it's going to no, be I'm wearing a filament and put it on Facebook. Okay, obviously, it'd be good content for so many things. Did I send you guys the video of him this past weekend? Yes, like ninja ninja style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He seems like he would kickstand kickstand. Kick kicks stands, kicks stand ass, ass yeah. This is he's kicked my ass numerous times. By the way, good. Um, um, but I posted the photo of Dan and I here in the studio, and he said, uh, "I'll kick that dude." No, no, ass. no, he's like, <laughs> fuck that guy up. <laughs> no, he, he said he loved. Who to, is that punk? <laughs> no, he said he'd love to come on the show. So you you helped him get a place to live? No, I just put it out on Facebook. I was just trying to help. He did find a place, right? So you're good friends with him. You're helping him we're out, pals. get him through we're stuff. Pals. So he's gonna come on here, and then. The first thing you're gonna do is like here, sick him. Well, no, no here's a question. Let's not do it in this. It sh- yeah, it should be in a professional space. Which yeah, go to do the you gym. have access? Sure, perfect. Go to the gym. Great. That has a, yep. that has a, a place where you fight people. Mm-hmm, where you train, <laughs> or you where where Dan yeah. can get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah great. Um, and but the question is, should we record the podcast first or after? I vote for after. I think after. 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 Yeah, after okay. for sure. So in the afternoon. I'll get destroyed by that dude, and then in the evening we'll talk about how fun it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm like not. I'm at first. I was like, I just want him to toss me around. It'll be hilarious. But now I'm like, no. I want to like. I'm gonna come out swinging. I'm not. <laughs> I don't think you swing in jujitsu. Well, no. Try but I'm like, choke just figure and... a speech, bro. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, dude. If I don't know like when to tap out and stuff, am I gonna die? <laughs> Hopefully. No. Like, what if I'm like, no, I can get out of this one. Oh, nope. <laughs> he probably you'll, won't kill you. You'll it. wake back up. Okay. You'll wake back yeah. up. The okay. blood flow will return to your brain and you wake up. Eventually. He knows how to not kill people. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. That's a useful. So, yeah, Dan's going to Dan's gonna train jiu-jitsu against a world-class jiu-jitsu athlete. Do we all have to fight him? No, no, no. Just, no, Dan. just Dan? Just me. Just Dan. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm the one who should be the scaredest. I, I'm the biggest one. So, like, I mean, you saw the video. The guy jumps on a guy's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he jumps on his face and takes him all down. And the guy is, like, way bigger. And the guy weighs 140 pounds and he's taking these giants on and just destroying them. I think was that was... a flying arm bar? I don't even know what it was. I didn't remember know okay. what you were talking about. Okay. It was flying terror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like the birds. I think you got a good chance, Danny. Yeah. Totally. I, I mean, I Definitely. weigh more than him, right? How much does he weigh? 145. 
Okay, I have like. I just want to talk about your strategy for a second. Your strategy is you're going to come out swinging. You're going to. I'm not going to be throwing punches. I'm going to just be like trying my hardest. I think you got to come out dodging. It just seems like you're like, hey, let's upset the Russian army. Like, I don't understand if that's the right tactic. Like, what if you make like a guy who's got a lot more skill than you in fighting mad? Well, then I made somebody who's got a lot more skill than me mad, you know? I don't think he was going to get mad. I don't think there's anything you could do to this if, dude that would make if him I, mad. If I shake him or if I, like, get him off his, his ground a little bit, then I'm, I'm stoked. What are, you, what are you guys talking about? We're not doing anything. Yeah. Secret signal. Sorry, if, if, I can, if I can shake him. You were breathing into the mic that's again. That's a, a victory doing, for me. I was doing the signal. Oh, yeah. The signal's this, dude. <laughs> Why is that the signal? <laughs> just the first apparently, thing I did. I apparently, like, Chris, I, I breathe into the microphone a lot. Yeah. So Dan wants to signal me when I'm being a mouth breather. Well, that's yeah. fine. As you haven't done it much this episode. Though. As long as we address to the listeners that when that's you're Chris. being, be mad at Chris. <laughs> then we're fine. No, it's your nose. Actually, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. So did did your girlfriend go to any of the uh, opening nights? No, she was out of town for a wedding. Really? So she's yeah. not seen you in action. Not this weekend. So when do you think that the whole jealousy thing is going to come in? That's a great question. I don't think it will. It came in, right? It, on Thursday, right? That's the right answer. Did it? I don't know. Did she text you? You got to be very careful in these situations, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> she is going to hear this. No, she's not. Okay. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Did she text you? Yeah, if, if she's as jealous as, as obviously we are suspected of, um, then yeah, she's going to hear it. No, sure. she's not jealous. Good. The great thing is if Joe people Google so. Chris Martin, they'll you find the other shit. Chris Martin. <laughs> she said to me the other day, she goes, you, you, you know how girls are. You never do anything romantic. And, oh, I, and really quick, I go, I came home, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to be mad, but it was so funny and quick. She Those started cracking best. up. Those are the best. Those are the best situations. I want to be mad at you, but that was good. And all that stuff is all a holdover from his bachelor days. Mm. Oh, boy. God damn, mm, I wish a, I could see those days. That's, that's a whole episode. It is. Yeah. I will write that episode. She, <laughs> she, she, tamed, she tamed me. She tamed the lion. <laughs> you can never, more of a, you can never more really of a, train a wild lion. Mustang that used to run freely on the prairie, who's now just a broken trail wild, pony. Wild, wild this horses, is, man. Here he comes. Here he comes. Broken, this is what we've been waiting for. The William Shatner part of him pony. is coming out. <laughs> I just got my head down <laughs> oh walking behind the other horses now. You can kick all you want. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> He's not the wild stallion running He's free anymore. down on that spade mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, kid. Is my hour over yet? <laughs> no, she doesn't get jealous. She, she not. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, obviously. You say things like that and you get away with it, you're probably doing fine. Yeah. we got a great relationship. If you worked very, in the gay club industry, Dan, I have I have a they, gay club as one of our clients. Yes, uh, he was talking very, about the video production. And was his, that last his last week? I talked about. Did you guys see the video? No, it's on episode two. Okay, there's yeah. yeah I produced a video for the, Dude, the pride. The, are the greetings at the gay nightclub similar to at the uh, other? Yeah, they just just like at your club, they spread your cheeks and then they <laughs> bury their mouths. <laughs> exactly. No, dude. Um, yeah, I have been uh, sexually assaulted at oh, the yeah. nightclub. We talked about that Absolutely. a couple times. Totally. Couple times. Yeah. It's last a, last time it was a butt, I know you bone it. <laughs> it was a butt grab followed by a full on junk grab. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on the following night, I had a guy tell me that he wanted to hold me down and be inside me. That's rape. Wow. And I was 50 like, shades of brozo. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's not going to happen, dude. And he's like, I'm bigger than you. And I was like, I'm way scrappier you know, than you. You know who can hold you, you down? Up. Who? Jeff the, Glover. The, the Jeff Glover. <laughs> is he? Is he a straight man? Yeah, he's straight. <laughs> okay. It's just very human. Like when I, I roll with him, and he can. The person like. Has complete control over you and is sixty pounds lighter than me. It's, it's just, like 
like you're a chihuahua and they're your they're your owner. Or you're like you're in like, prison nope, and sure. you're just the bitch. <laughs> I can't do anything. You think that's going to go away, right? You think you're going to just keep having your club as a client, your gay club as a client, and then but they'll all get the no, message. It's just like, not it's that big scrappy, a deal. scrappy Dan is just scrappy not do take over it. here. Let me ask you this, Dan, what if what if none of the guys found, like would grab or talk or hit on you? Would you That'd feel be way bad? worse? Would you God, feel bad? Be so much worse. Like if you you're know the what? Ugly, if you're the ugly, oh, look at this pig. You know what? Actually, because like the first couple it's nights, feel I good, went, right? Like, yeah, no, it's flattering to, to, to the self esteem. It's flattering. And here's the other thing that I always like to follow it up, and I don't think it does my story like any good. Uh, they've all been very attractive dudes. Nice. All right. So it's like I got like, I got like nines dudes. and tens hitting on me. That's the good and part you, of the story. You think yeah. some of those guys are just dudes, beating it, thinking about Dan Brozo sometimes? <laughs> no, they're probably yeah, they are. They're dude. I <laughs> they have plenty I, better things to work with. In exactly. That <laughs> I envy gay dudes because dudes are just down to get down. You yeah. know, like they're pulling from a pool of people that are just like they're like fish that want to get caught, dude. You know, girls, yeah. you got to fight for it. Producer Dan will have been at the club client for what 15, 18 weeks at some point, and mm. a pattern will develop. And so, how I've, d- I've been working for them for almost two years at this point. Sure, like yeah. How do you know you don't already have gay stalkers? That's a great point. I feel like they would have come up by now. No, no that's they, they gay stalkers are much better than straight stalkers. They don't. Yeah, right. they don't. They <laughs> don't want to be seen. They're not. Seen. They might leave something on the hood of your car. You know, they they something along those lines. But yeah. yeah. I'll never know who it is. Andy actually kind of has a gay stalker. Oh, I do. We talked about yeah. this. He's over there somewhere. We he lives in that building right across the way. We're looking at the building outside the window across the street. Of the right studio. Now. Mm-hmm. Of the studio, and uh, there's a guy that likes to watch Andy cook his breakfast in borderline the nude every yeah. morning. I've heard from multiple people who know <clears throat> that guy who has mentioned to people who live here that uh, him watching me cook shirtless breakfast is his favorite, favorite thing. Favorite thing. Yeah. Favorite thing. Quote. Favorite thing. Gets him to. Gets him to the finish line. Yeah, I, I guess. Oh, also, hold on. There's okay. Look, right window with the only window okay. with light on. There's a lady in there. Sometimes she has boobies out. On two occasions, have we seen boobies from this oh. apartment? And we might be impending here. I'm gonna get the bike. Oh, oh just turn, turn the off light the light. Oh. <laughs> no fun. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Should I get the binoculars? Be safe. Yeah. Okay. No, that's just creepy. <laughs> no, it's, it's so much better and basically the same thing. I cast no judgment. <laughs> Whatever, people looking here, I don't care. Yeah. God, do I have to be defensive about that? Not at all, dude. Okay, no. Cool. If that lady's going to be across from your house, blinds, windows, is like, blinds no, that window, she has blinds. And they're has completely open. That's, that's... Yep. Yeah. I've seen her on She's multiple She's an exhibitionist. I think so. I, I don't think she has... She wants... We definitely don't need to assume... This is like more offensive than when we started. It's like we're like justifying ourselves. Like, yeah, oh, this lady wants to be seen. That's definitely not necessary. She's totally dressed. But same time. So let's rape her with her eyes through the binoculars. Joe, Joe looks so perturbed and uncomfortable. I can't see the window. Well, get up and turn, turn your head. head. So I, I took my kids to the Hillcrest City Fest. I took, I got to um, point to uh, uh, Golden Dragon, the big Chinese sign yeah. right yeah. there over University. And uh, when I was in college, I had a girlfriend who lived in that exact apartment right over the Golden Dragon. So you know, I spent many a night there and hung out and. Um, uh, Alibi was the bar and got my Hillcrest time in. It was super interesting. And the problem was I had a gay hooker doubleganger who worked at the 7-Eleven on university at 4th. Really? So a dude that looked exactly like you, but was a gay hooker? (laughs) There's about 20. How close? 
resemblance. Well, this is going to be really hard for you guys to fathom. It's going to be a whole other subject. But when I was in college, I went with the uh, blonde Fabio hair. I could see that. What? Yeah, that was that was true. So, Where are the pictures? You of got that? a good head of hair on you still. So um, the gentleman was a uh, you know uh, the long blonde haired uh, Spicoli looking mayor of Poundtown. I get that reference. Hooker right there, and just going for it. The problem was, you know, our apartment over Golden Dragon was the meeting point for all of the hipsters from UCSD to all join up. And, hey, we'll come over. He had a pool table in his house. Uh, and I said he, uh, mm. my girlfriend had a uh, male roommate, and so they they had a pool table. It was super fun, uh, but twenty thirty people would come over, and then we'd all go down to Alibi or do whatever we were gonna do anyway for Friday night or Saturday night. That was our social migration. It was super fun with all those people rolling around Seven Eleven, all those people rolling around Hillcrest. About twenty of them ran into the double ganger, and about twenty of them brought it up to me. Hey. I was over at the Seven Eleven getting a pack of camels, and um, there's a dude that looks and acts exactly yeah, like. There's you. a hooker you, you, guy. You that looks. I swear it was you. Told me you would blow me for ten bucks. That's a bargain. Ten dollars. It was the eighties. And Joe's like, no, my rate's fifty. <laughs> yeah, I, that was. I would never say that low of a price. Yeah, you're selling yourself <laughs> yeah, short at that point. Like, if it's the two days what, before rent. You yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> crunch time. <laughs> exactly. It has to go. So, Guys, girls, the 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 whole gamut. Was it a Anyone, running? Was it a running joke? With it your was friends? a it was a running joke. Yeah, I had a. I, it, they swore it was my gay uh, reincarnate uh, twin hooker. Yeah, and the, the, are you sure it wasn't you? <laughs> Let and me check. You? I'm pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> and I thought it, I thought it was funny. I, I mean, I believe I, you. Yeah, I couldn't care less. I still want to see pictures of you with long Fabio hair. But no, can we get those up on the Facebook page? Yeah, please? right away. Easy, easy. Chapter two. I, um, of course, got curious. I'm like, hey, where's the guy? I got to see the guy. You know, they all tell me about this guy, like 20 different people who come. Hey, I curious. saw. And so they were all like, um, yeah, word. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a word. Yeah. Well, she's curious. <laughs> so I grabbed him. But no. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I got to see what the guy looks like. Does he look like me? I wound up getting a pretty good glimpse of the doppelganger gentleman, and it was it was not even close. Oh, I hate that. Mm. And not even close, and yeah. It, was it kind of insulting? Uh, well, yeah. I know? hate that. I hate when was, people tell you, you look just like this person. You see him, and they're just like an ugly troll, and you're like, thank you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Somebody told me Peter Dinklage for me one time. I was like, Who's that? That's uh, Tyrion Lannister. The... The oh, shorter fellow from Game of Thrones. That's yeah. totally I, fucked. Academy Award winner. I was completely yeah. opposite. I was like, and a razor scooter. God. <laughs> I was like, thank God, it's just a joke amongst friends, and they're, they're, yeah. they're, I really didn't have like a super look alike, and it was just somebody remotely close that made a convenient joke. I, you know, could have been a lot different. Well, that's an interesting yeah. question, actually, that I don't think I have an answer for. But would you, if you you came back in time later? Would you have sex with yourself if you showed up? Well, none of us are gay, so yeah. Am I also uh, yeah, a girl I don't know. from the future? No, I was saying, no, I. Yeah, I mean, I'd make out with me, but yeah, okay. I don't know if I'd go to no, home. No, anyway, it's like, what, what kind of what kind of relationship <laughs> would you have with your future self? Would you be good friends? Arch, would you be enemies? Nemesis. I don't know, dude. I really don't. I don't. I don't think I could. I could stand myself though. I think I hope. Hopefully, that, that abstraction is just way way out there. I, I think it blew I, I my can, mind. I can. <laughs> I can absolutely get with like, uh, hey. Was I 
appropriate class did I have any sort of like you know sense of right and wrong uh, when I was 23 yeah when I was 23 was I living life right or was should I be you know should I have some regret or embarrassment for how I was treating other people and that whole thing the meaningful things yeah yeah yeah, I, I definitely definitely have like some regrets for the, I, I felt like I should have been somewhat more worldly and sophisticated at 23, given all of the experiences that I'd had and, you know, rolling around here with in, in, living in La Jolla, going to school at UCSD and doing all of that. If I ran into me at age 23, I would go, that guy is a douchebag troll and I will let would him fucking sympathy? stay on the other side of the fucking street until he like you know, reads a like fucking it. book somewhere. You wouldn't have the urge to try to improve yourself. Well, if like, you know, I, it's I, you. I know so much more than you. <laughs> I think if you know it's you, you would be inclined to be like, "Hey, buy pot stocks." Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> don't actually do and not Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Right Bitcoin. Yeah, if the, uh, Andy from three years ago, do not buy any pot stocks yet. <laughs> Bitcoin though, is it about time to put yeah. a bow on this bitch? We should thank our sponsors, B and B Productions. Yeah, B&B yeah, Produ- the stu- <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm serious. Yeah, it's, a, it's a we sponsor. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Me and Andy are the B and the B. We're both the Bs, and we're producing it. Right we now. come in here, and you guys let us talk about penises on your podcast mm-hmm. and <laughs> flashlights. We learned about Foolish. flashlights. Yes, we did. Um, and as always, Wolfpack Wolf Dash PAC dot com. We still haven't gotten into the fold and throw. And we got it. Big we, news today. Hmm. You heard? Supreme Court, California Supreme Court, took it off the ballot. Uh oh. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. You haven't even heard this. Have not. Bad news for the Wolfpack. It's a setback. It doesn't mean we're completely fucked, but yeah, it's like Prop it's, Eight, dude. It's it's, it's one a, of those things. A, it's that a scary needs thing. To happen. It's a very scary thing, but we can get into that next time. We're talking about limiting funding for elections, campaign p- finance reform. So somebody yeah. who is really well funded got it off the ballot. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally, same. So we might have to wait until 2016. I I just saw the article on. Uh, there's other fairly legitimate campaign finance reform attempts. I'll research them and get back to you. Yeah, I saw a bunch of them, too. It's like trying to get people genuinely elected to start changing things. We'll Apathy. See. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, what's up? People would rather go to AD nightclub than they would to read about And give the... me $400 for a bottle of vodka. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> if not more, dude. <laughs> I'm convinced if you took all the money in the world and gave it to the to the poor people, the rich people would have it back in like Is three years. Is it one bottle yeah. of vodka for $400? <laughs> you don't give them like two bottles and no. the service? The tri- one bottle? up effect. Yeah. But it's service. It's no, it's. Exp- I mean, you could buy that same bottle at the liquor store for and drink in the alley for forty yeah, bucks. But you can't but have you a can't girl swinging through the, the air, s- yeah, looking okay. beautiful and majestic and ethereal. Did she seriously do that and then do bottle service from the air? We drop bottles of champagne from the AD Angel down to the it's table. It's pretty amazing, dude. All right, sweet. Yeah. We we can come uh, get some footage of it. Yeah, yeah. Do we give me a, we give me a bargain a deal. I'll give you one for free. Yeah, in trade yeah. in it, trade for some video production. Okay. Right, well, let's, can it not be vodka? Can it be whiskey? Whatever you want. Let's, We're not gonna have girls there. Let's I was gonna honest. say yes, we need will. to bring girls in. <laughs> when the girls Ratio. when the girls Ratio. see you at the table and the bottle arrives and it's just us sitting there in the dark, <laughs> they're gonna assume. <laughs> We're the fucking highest rollers yeah. that ever existed. It's a so it's the social contract. They yeah. must be somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are. They have friends money. with Chris Martin. We want that Chris Martin. <laughs> we have vaginas. They want vaginas. Let's just make a trade. Okay, a trade. that's what goes on there. A yes. business transaction. Sounds a lot like prostitution. <laughs> Call it what you want. Yeah, we're super in. We'll set up the GoPro for that. We'll record that. Yeah, totally. And that's a wrap. Episode <laughs> yeah. three. Episode three Thank in you, the Joe. can. Not that Chris Martin. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Dear God. Don't